Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Hashtag Anime Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Lindenburn, and this is episode 51, joined by my co-host, as always, to my left, Mr. Krissa SJE. Krissa, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing Gucci Bandana, man. You already know what I'm saying, quarantining up. Yeah, you know, you know, just on our Zoom shit, per usual. For sure, for sure. But how you been? Uh, I haven't seemed like it's been a minute since our last episode. Yeah, it does feel like it's been a minute. I feel like a lot of shit has happened. You feel me? We have, we do have a lot of, a good bit of news, low key. Like there is like a good bit of news. Some of it negative, but a lot of it positive. The negative news is just delays because of COVID. Also. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We got to go on live this week because uh, one of our questions was, there was like, G Senpai sending, when y'all going to go live again? And I was like, oh, well, we'll answer that on the show, but we'll, we'll try to go live this upcoming on the off week. For sure, for sure. Soon, for sure. Not not G G Senpai, not GSP, G Senpai, my bad. G Senpai. Yeah, you, said, you said G Senpai. Oh, I said G Senpai. Okay, yeah. So we'll be going live soon, G Senpai. Don't you worry. But without further ado, because we will, at the end of the episode, me and Chris will be discussing Demon Slayer, the manga. So once we get through the reviews of the show, if you are not caught up, get out. Like, leave. It's over with. I'm telling you right now, the news is the manga will end in May. So it's at its climax. It's about to end soon. And we're going to talk about that. So I, I we didn't want to put it in the news because we're going to spoil. And we'll talk about that at the end of the show because me and Chris have got a lot to discuss about uh, Demon Slayer. But without further ado, let's get into the notes. First up, we got, got the new God of High School trailer was released and the series will be out in, I believe they said July. I believe it's July this summer. But, Crystal, what did you think of the new trailer, God of High School? It was pretty hard. I'm not going to lie. Um, I had high anticipation for this one just because it's one of the most talked about on Twitter. Like, out of all the web series, this is probably the one I heard more about than uh, Tower of God. You know what I'm saying? And I'm fucking with Tower of God. So, to see this one animated, it, it looks like a dope-ass animation style. It looks like some some parts of it are 3D, some parts of it are... Uh, not 3D, but it looks pretty dope. I ain't gonna this, lie. So this looks amazing. I'm so excited for this because this is fighting to the... This is a straight-up tournament-style uh, anime. I'm super, super pumped. It's going to be exhilarating. It's going to be a wild ride. And the fact that like we see all the different fight styles already in the trailer, it just shows like, oh, okay, it's going down. I This is one that I've read a decent amount because I really do enjoy uh, the trailer. So it's like, okay, I mean, not the trailer. I really do enjoy the story. So it's like, okay, now that the anime coming out, I'm about to stop reading because this, the animation style looks just like, well, not just like, but it's similar to uh, Tower of God in the sense of how it's original. It's not like uh, everything else we've been seeing. So I'm super, super excited for this. And yeah, I believe it's coming out in July. I'm just waiting for this to uh, give me the little end thing. But, yeah, I think it's coming out in July. Yeah, July. Okay, cool. So, yeah. It's this trailer pretty early. July 2020. And this is something that's interesting. I wonder how long Crunchyroll has had these finished, both Tower God and God of High School, because other things that are being made right now, like, for example, we're going to get to 
in actually the next topic, like Opera Ran Man, Millionaire Detective, Kingdom Season 3, all these things we talked about last episode, delayed. We don't know when they're coming back. Millionaire Detective may be back in July, depending on how things go. And we will talk about Promise Neverland. But I'm super excited that we have these Crunchyroll originals to keep us kind of in the anime vibes. For sure, for sure. I feel like they have, like, they just gave us that trailer. They were like, ah, Crunchyroll Originals on the way. And then, boom, we got our first ones. And they just rolled them out. And, yeah, the the trailer, just to say they had this much animated already, it's like, damn, we thought y'all had all this in the works and playing. Y'all got this shit ready to go. It's like, they they had this well under wraps. I'm not going to lie. Maybe all these web uh, webtoons that's been blowing up over the past year or so, a few years, maybe, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the, the manga has been getting... Uh, promoted a little bit heavier last year because they knew it was on the way. So people are a little bit more familiar with a lot of these product uh, projects. Yep, and I'm I'm thinking that it's going to go this, Tower God, finish up July, get God of High School, God of High School, finish finish up around September, October. And the, for the winter, we get another one. For sure, for sure. And I, I'm looking forward to all of them because I'm not going to lie, Tower God was one of the ones I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to fuck with it. It, it. I'm about to see a trailer. And I saw a trailer, and I was like, the trailer looks cool, but... I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to actually see the show. And I, I remember we talked about the first episode when we were like, ah, I don't know when we first watched it, but when we came back, like, uh, oh, I'm hooked. honestly, it's take it's taking me by storm. Like, I'm at the point where I'm about to start reading it. Just after the, when we'll talk about that later. But I'm at the point after these last two episodes we uh just watched these these past two weeks. Like, it's it's one of those ones that I haven't gotten hooked like this by a lot of other manga that I've been uh started to read or a lot of anime that I've uh, watched a lot of. Anime I like as an anime, but it's hard to get me into the manga. You know what I'm saying? But this nah. one, but see, I suggest keep watching this one because the ant, because the anim, uh, the the art style for the manga looks completely different. This it's just the story that's really crazy. It might be one of those situations like Promise Neverland too that I can't just I can't get into the manga. I just I love watching the uh, anime, especially with like the suspense. And, and that's and how I am. I, honestly, I felt like you when I was because I tried reading it and it, and it was just like it don't hit the same. It's, yeah, like, I ain't gonna lie. Whatever studio they got to animate it, it was a great uh, animation team. And I'm looking forward to seeing the rest because just the shit that I've been seeing teased and because I'm not up to date with the manga, but just seeing, like, because, you know, you can't run from, like, cover arts and, like, yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? If they were on the cover of the Shrunk and Jump magazine or if they were anywhere in promotional shit or people just dropping shit on Twitter, uh, you're gonna see some certain shit. And I just want to see a lot of the things that I've been seeing animated. I'm itching for that season, too. And I'm ready for God of High School just for the fact that we haven't had a real tournament arc. Like, this, like, God of High School is straight up just, like, dark tournament style for the first, at least the first first arc. Straight up, just coming in, trying to fight, see who's the best fighter, and everybody has different styles, and the way they approach martial arts is super, super dope. So I'm really excited for God of High School coming in July. We will be reviewing that. But Let's get to the delays due to COVID-19. Promise Neverland Season 2 coming January 2021. Kingdom delayed until further notice. Millionaire Detective should be back by July. Just depends. Operate Ram Man delayed. Krista, how does this news affect? I was so sad when I saw that Promise Neverland thing. The one that I haven't seen yet is Attack on Titan. And if we get that one, it's going to break my heart. It's going to crush me. I'm going to be crumbled. But as far as Promise Neverland, that one was the first blow. I don't want any other blows, but that, bro, I was itching for the Promise Neverland. See, I, got I feel like hooked on it too. Attack like on Titan waiting. is done. I feel like Attack on Titan this new season is done. Whereas I feel like they they were working on Promise Neverland like as we speak. Yeah, 
And that's why they had to stop. Same thing with all these other ones. And that's interesting compared to like how Tower of God is, how God of High School is. These things are done. Voice actors have got their stuff in. Whereas these other ones is like, we're doing it as we go along. And then we, we're not going to know, uh, like as far as it's confirmed right now, we're going to get, like, did, did they even say how many uh, episodes we're getting for Tower of God? Oh, thir- uh, I think it's 13. So we're getting 13 episodes. Who knows when or if we are going to get a season two. I think this is still very much in the experimental phase as far as the Crunchyroll originals. I think they're going to want to keep it going. Like Netflix originals are never going to end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody wants originals. But um, I don't know. So I, like, I think we I think we're definitely getting a season two just for how the popularity. Oh, yeah. Been. Of Tower of God, for sure. Yeah. And probably got a high school, too. But they got a lot of a lot of shits, you know what I'm saying, that they're planning on dropping. And at the Thanks. same time, like, we had to wait two, two, three years for uh, Attack on Titan and One Punch Man, right? Yeah, One Punch Man seems like years. three to four. So hopefully and, we can get some new next year. But like you said, they got a, a rollout. But something that we're going to get to later in the store and later in the news might help that. But, man, we reviewed it... W- Really early, but coming on May 28th, the row hater row will be on Netflix. Netflix? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if the dub's gonna be there. I know for sure. Sub May 28th. People, you know what I'm saying? The row hater row will take the Twitter sphere by storm and everybody's gonna go crazy and be like, This shit was flames. But just remember, the boys told y'all told y'all about it in January. Bro, I'm I'm excited about this because if they if they drop it with dub, like usually uh, Netflix will do. If it's a Netflix original, they'll drop sub and dub at the same time. And I only already watched the sub. Only reason why I don't think they they ha- have it is because of this COVID stuff. Ah, uh, you're right, you're right about that. Unless they've been working on it since back when the sub was dropping. You know what I'm That's saying? true. But, that is true. So if they have been, then we might have a shot. And I would like to see the Rohit at least see how it sounds dubbed. Yeah, because. Uh, I want to compare it because this is one of those ones that if you get kind mom wrong, I'm I'm gonna feel a type of way. Cause uh, yeah, if you get Noi and uh, Shin wrong, I'm gonna feel sad. Yeah, and I feel a type of way about dubs. I'm big on like the Demon Slayer dub having like the best Zenitsu dub voice actor, but not the best Tengen or even Tanjiro for that matter. But like this one, there's certain ones, man. You just gotta get it right. Matter of fact, all of them. Ibisu, you know, like yeah, you got a yo. bunch of uh, a bunch of lovable <laughs> yeah, characters in there, fact. even. What's the hard guy name? Uh, oh, you talking about uh no shit it's uh Shinanoi and then uh crap, how am I forgetting the boss the boss's name, the mushroom homie? Oh Anyone? uh in. Fuck, I was just looking at him. Yeah, in. Yeah, in. So yeah, they gotta get them all right from from the Kaido to Shin Noi, in Kaimon, the doctors, like everybody has to be up to par because this anime is grade A quality and they can't mess this up. But, I can't wait to see how like like how the timeline reacts to this when it drops and everybody because I remember B Stars, everybody was on B Star as soon as uh Netflix dropped it and it was very polarizing. But this one I feel like is gonna it's not gonna be as polarizing. I feel like it's gonna be one side it'd be like hey this hardest shit in 2020 yeah, no, so far. It's gonna it's gonna break Twitter at least for one day. I've I, I feel like it's going to trend. But next up, speaking of something that always trends with One Piece, Boichi, shout out to Boichi, man. Boichi is drawing the Ace Light novel into a manga. This is absolutely amazing. I'm so happy Shonen Jump is doing this. We're going to get more of Ace's story, potentially the fight with Blackbeard, like a full drawn out version of the fight. I'm super excited about this because to me, I'm and when people tell me they're Ace fans, I'm like, Okay, cool. I'm not really the biggest Ace fan because 
I felt like I didn't have enough time with him. And I just, he wasn't my guy. Whereas Sabo, that's my guy. I'm I'm with Sabo. That's the brother I fuck with. Uh, Unlike Ace. But this may get me on the Ace bandwagon. I fucks with Ace, man. I ain't gonna lie. But then again, I haven't been caught up with everything Sabo does either. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, uh... Towards the end of the, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still I'm still catching up. But at the same time, uh, I didn't even know they had an Ace novel out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so this, it's one of those light novels. About that. See, I hope, if, I hope this becomes a trend to where we get some of the Naruto light novels, like the Kakashi. We get exactly. some of these other light novels into manga, and I think that would be great. And then also things like putting Boichi on One Piece. Maybe we get Horikoshi on uh Naruto we could get Tai Kubo doing like give giving these different creators chances to draw some of our favorites and some of their favorites because I know Boichi loves One Piece just like I I know Horikoshi loves Naruto and One Piece it's like that would be dope to see these new era goats doing some of the classics for sure for sure and then definitely like Boichi Boichi's got such a such a defining art style like it's beautiful it's signature too. Like you could tell it's Boichi when you see it for the most part. You know what I'm saying? If you're familiar with all his other words. Like look at his Zoro Mihawk stuff. Yeah, like did he do a one shot not too long ago for Shonen yep. Jump? He did I the, remember uh, I saw that. It was the, very quick. He did the Zoro versus Mihawk fight. Just the whole fight. And I, he might have did a little bit more of the beginning of it, but it was mainly just like, yeah, Zoro versus Mihawk with the little. Yeah, I want to say it was just like, one chapter, it was just like a one shot quick chapter, but it that was drawn uh, beautifully. I wonder so, how many chapters we gonna get for this. I hopefully we get like at least three weeks. Yeah, we're probably gonna get. I, I'm imagining. Uh, I'm imagining like five chapters, enough to have like a one volume, enough to have a one shot volume, and not like yeah. a small mini volume. I imagine like five, five chapters with the first one being the strongest as usual. You know, the first one's got like 60, 60 pages or so, and yep. everything else is gonna have like probably twenty. Uh, that, I'd be cool with that if it's just one volume's worth. And I'd be down with that. So shout out to Boichi, and when that comes, we will let y'all know. Okay. We got some live action news. Cowboy Bebop 2 is season two has already been confirmed by Netflix. They are doing it. Wait, so, so you're telling me Cowboy Bebop season two live action is confirmed before season one drops? That's how much faith they have in it. The same, they did the same thing with The Witcher. They did sign up for two goddamn Death Note movies before. I want to say, I don't know if the second one dropped, but I know that no. they've been talking about the second one was in production. I don't like, think they're going to do it. One. I don't think they're doing it. Yeah, because the reception wasn't hard enough to me. Like, oh. if you got a second one locked in, you got to make sure that first one slapped, and that was a miss. And and I, and I think they feel that way with uh, Cowboy Bebop. And so we'll see. Apparently, they're taking... They're going to follow the storyline, but go different... Expand, the word they used was expand the story. Maybe get some more of Spike's backstory with Vicious. And if they do it right, it could be great expanding on it. But if it's wrong... We gonna know instantly. I'm not gonna lie, man. All I gotta say is this: like so season two, like confirming a season two before season one even drops, like uh, it just shows confidence. So I'm, in one hand, I'm like okay, let's see. But at the same time, I feel like Netflix knows they're working with something. Yeah. But M Night Shyamalan thought he was working with something when he ruined Avatar: The Last Airbender That's with live action. So, so it's like you can't you can't just rely on the source material to get you through. Um, your first two seasons. You know what I'm saying? You you can't just feed off that nostalgia. People just be like, oh, I love Couple of You Up. Thank God they got a, a, a live action. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got to do it right because if they don't, then it's just going to be pointless. But that's... Waste, big waste of money. That was the small news. In recent news, an upcoming 
announcement has come to light that Sony Pictures is planning on adapting a live-action uh, version of the series One Punch Man. It will be written written by duo Scott Rosenberg and Jeff Pinkerton. Uh, they wrote Cowboy Bebop Venom, Jumanji, the new Jumanji. The series will also be produced by Arad Productions, uh, Avi and Ari Arad. Variety states that Sony is very high on the property given its popularity, which also has them thinking about the possibility of adding another franchise to the pipeline. If this was Warner Brothers, I'd be cool. I do not have faith in Sony Pictures. Sony Pictures is straight up asshole they have ruined spider-man they the the fact that they say they're very high on the property given its popularity already makes my stomach flip you're not high on the property because the story is good you're high on it for the popularity to to make a new universe because marvel's taking back spider-man you're like oh we can have this other superhero universe and attract anime fans if this will be a flop if they don't get someone in who loves the property. I don't trust Sony, and I'm not. I don't know how this this is going to work. Yeah, we need some real-life anime fans on this, and we need some real One Punch Man fans. Like, somebody who's caught up with the manga, somebody who reads the manga and watches the anime, somebody who didn't... Uh, shit, get the creator on to shit. help write it. Exactly. Don't get somebody who just researched this shit to, to make the movie. Get somebody who has their heart in it. And I hope that's where... Because like you said, the, the fact that they even said because of his popularity is kind of like, that already makes my stomach do flips. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> damn, these damn hiccups. But I don't know how I feel about One Punch Man being a live action due to the fact that when American audience are used to seeing superheroes do superhero stuff, One Punch Man is a satire. If they're going to go the Deadpool route with heavy comedy, it may work, but it also, also could be campy as hell. I just feel like this is another one of those ones where it's like, how's this going to work? Whereas my hero has the superhero thing, but it's a superhero show taken seriously. This is a satire. I don't know how this is about to work. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. They they could sell it. I remember um, Hancock was a, a, a satire kind of uh, comedy action superhero film, but that was, they 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 know how to do American superhero movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, America knows how to do superhero movies, even... That's why I said D- Deadpool could... It could possibly, if they go in the Deadpool vein, where, where it's comedy and very, like, bloody, gory, it could work. Because One Punch Man is punching people and they're just going splat. I just splat. don't really understand why it's necessary. Every single time I see a new live-action anime get announced, I'm like, what's... Why? Like, what is your motive? To get money? You're going to waste more money than you're going to get. And my thing is... We've seen the anime live actions has been successful. Think things like Ghost in the Shell, Akira, things that are more grounded in our reality and things that we can understand. Why not do a Black Lagoon live action, a Trigon <laughs> live action? I feel like those things would work. Whereas One Punch Man is a toss up. It see, may work. Black Lagoon would work really well because me and you are cultured. We're on Black Lagoon. You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of people who know Cowboy Bebop. They know Samurai Champloo, but you're like Black Lagoon. They're like, damn, that's a good recommendation. I'm going to go peep it out. A lot of people haven't really been on it. Like more of your core anime fans, especially your old school fans too, will definitely be on it. But at the same time, some some of these new kids haven't watched a lot of the, like even Loop on the Third. They probably Thanks. haven't watched any of, any of that old shit. So just that kind of thing that people are kind of unaware of, that's that's the kind of shit that would be great to do a live action because not 
many people will be on your ass if you fuck it up. Like Cowboy Bebop, millions of millions of people will be on your ass because everyone's seeing Cowboy Bebop. It's yep. like usually a gateway anime into the world. Yep, it's just like Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Evolution, how that was just the, like, what you chose the- And that was the ultimate disrespect. Exactly. Like, I didn't even understand what that story was telling. Like, was it a Dragon Ball story? Was it Dragon Ball Z? I don't know what that was telling. And you would think people who do live actions would learn their lesson, but like Netflix themselves, when they did Death Note, like Netflix themselves, like the ones that's working on Cowboy Bebop, y'all don't have a good uh, reputation right now. But let me give them some leeway because the way they handled The Witcher. The Witcher shows me they might have learned from their mistakes because... The Witcher was hard. Though they took a popular video video game series and book series and adapt and did an adaptation of it, but did some original things. And I think it worked. The Witcher was great. <laughs> so if it's like the Witcher, Cowboy Bebop can be great, but this one punch man thing, be it, it was with Sony. And if you've seen Venom, Venom's kind of ass. Like it made a lot of money because Venom's a popular character, but that they movie got the money though. They got the money to throw into it. That's I, was true. Thinking, I was thinking about the Netflix with the Cowboy Bebop shit, but as far as like the one punch man, who are you going to cast as Saitama, first of all? Who's who's going to be Saitama? Oh, God. Oh, jeez. The, the, the thing that sells um, a lot of the comedy in One Punch Man is the little, you go from this crazy, epic, dynamic action you get animation battle, and then you get the circle eyes. He's like, okay, that's like one of the biggest, you're not going to get that in a live action at all. Who so do what's, you, what's who the Who do you cast? Like, do you go for someone that's, Asian? Do you go for someone that's white? Do you go for someone that's in in the comedy realm? Do you go for someone that's that's more of an action actor? Like, for no, example, gonna whitewash this shit. Okay, so if you go Asian, do you go Henry Golding, who's like a big buff guy, who's a great Asian actor, or do you go Randall Park for comedy, the the guy from Fresh Off the Like, it's like which route do you go? Do you go Kamel Nanjiani and go different? Do you like which way do you go? And that's something. I don't know, See, like... I, I, a lot of times in One Punch Man, Saitama looks derpy as fuck. He just looks like this, like, not really that swole. He's like this little skinny figure, bald head. He just walks around. He just looks regular and tell like, the action. Like, yeah, when the action hits, then he looks kind of badass. How are you going to cast somebody that's built like Michael Sarah to <laughs> then boot up and then turn into, like, Goku? You feel me? Because it's like, you can't do that with the same actor unless you're spending Buku money on the CGI. You know what you could do? Already. You could do where you have Saitama in normal form as one actor and Saitama as the other form as a different actor. Where You know how in Shazam, I don't know if you saw the DC movie, and it, granted, Shazam's a kid, and then when they say Shazam, you get another actor to be the buff, buff person, but same premise. Mm. Like, when it's time yeah, to I've fight. Seen that, I've seen that, like, fucking, uh, that commercial <laughs> with, uh, the, I don't know who the guy is who plays Aquaman, but you know the commercial where he takes Oh, Jason Momoa, yeah. <laughs> There's things you could do. It's probably not too hard to like CGI. Yeah, CGI it up. I've seen like they they Will Smith. They CGI a whole movie with him. Like yeah, they did with that. Uh, whereas he's fighting his twin or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we shall see about the One Punch Man live action. The final news story we have today, and I think this is big for the streaming wars. HBO Max will be launching May 27th. The service will cost 14.99 a month. You will get. But with the service, you'll get the entire Studio Ghibli film. 21 feature films will be available at launch from Spirit Away to My Neighbor Totoro to Princess Mononoke, How's Moving Castle, Kiki's Delivery Service, Ponyo, Castle in the Sky, The Tales of Princess Kaguya, and many more films. Crunchyroll, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, and Rooster Teeth 
will also offer content through the service. Crunchyroll confirmed that only select content from Crunchyroll will be available on HBO Max because they still want their platform to remain as the only service to offer the company's full library. But that's okay because I feel like they're going to bring some anime to get... They're going to bring mainstream anime in their original series. And that makes sense. And I'm cool with that. Tsunami's going to give us original series. And then they'll build to giving HBO Max a full library. But I think for anime fans, the reason why I would say get it because you get the Studio Ghibli fans movies where you can't stream it anywhere else, you'll get all these Crunchyroll originals and you get Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, and HBO's full catalog. I think at launch, it's not as great as it will be this time next year. I think this time next year is when HBO Max will be a titan. I think they have to build to that, though. So wait, you're telling me... It has, like, not only just Toonami shit, but all of, like, Cartoon Network and uh, Adult Swim, too? Yeah, they're going to have all of, like, all of Cartoon Network's full library and, and Adult Swim. That's reason enough for me to get it. And as far as having Crunchyroll exclusives, too, that's a And Toonami exclusives, too. too. And yeah, that's the thing. All the Miyazaki films and Studio Ghibli? Because I, I ain't going to lie. I, I want to say not they're, all of them... They're not streamable anywhere. They're not right on now? any streaming service. Nope. They're on Netflix, but for people in Europe. Okay. I, say, I know they were they were not too long ago, but they probably took them all off recently. Yep, because yeah, that's exactly why, and that's why they going all in. That that's why you see certain anime on Crunchyroll, so certain anime that's on Hulu that are Crunchyroll exclusives are getting snatched because HBO Max is coming and they're getting why, their stuff. Why is them getting dub handled? for the um for the Crunchyroll exclusives, uh, Crunchyroll originals? Because Crunchyroll doesn't do dub; they do usually just sub. But that, imagine that imagine is such that, a great uh, point out like that. I could, yo, I could believe that's what the deal, what it is. HBO Max, give American audiences the English. I, I think you might be on to something. Cause I'm looking at it like, why would Crunchyroll just give that to them? You know what I'm saying? Why would Crunchyroll just be like, look, HBO, we're trying to get people to come to Crunchyroll. But, you know what I'm saying? If, if they're just giving the Crunchyroll exclusives, think about them sitting there like, hey, look, we've been get, we've been having our eyes on the streets with all this manga out. You know what I'm saying? That's this true. is the hottest shit. We're adapting it. We don't do dub. If you want this, you gotta pay us this much, or and that's what they do. Whatever. Yep, it's, it's smart. I can't. I can't even lie. Yo, if that's the case, I'm gonna give you kudos when we when we find out because that's, that's a my good, prediction. That's a great <laughs> prediction. But that that's all the news we have right now. Let's jump into the question. The first question is from our guy has has sends in a question. It's 2020. Nice round number. Nice new decade. In the past ten years of anime, what has been the most influential release of of a show in the past what in the past this past decade what was the most influential not the best anime but so the 2010 most influential. to 2020 yeah most influential release yep Whew. i'm about I to pull know. up because I, th- I got some answers 20 20- most influential release that's that's a hard one because like i'm thinking about i want to i want to jump to say one punch man because that bitch had a big splash in the west like when it dropped that shit went crazy out here. Like, whenever One Punch Man first came out, season one, like, I remember motherfuckers who wasn't even on anime was like, hey, that One Punch Man. It's like, is that the only anime? But it, I, it petered out. You right. It, it, it did, fell like, off. As far as influence, it probably didn't have that much influence. See, I'm thinking either, uh, in terms of movies, I'm going to say your name. Movies, I think your name is influential because it started to show just... There's other people besides Miyazaki make 
making great anime movies and the way that your name hit, we were able to get weathering with you and it just started this trend that I think we're going to see from now on. But in terms of anime shows, it's tough because I could say Attack on Titan was, uh, was influential. But to me, if I had to say the most influential, what got the West back into anime heavy, My Hero Academia. Yeah, my, my Hero Academia definitely had... And I know Haz isn't going to like that answer, but I think it's My Hero Academia by bridging super, superhero of, by bridging superhero content with anime and making it accessible to the West and the, thus by becoming accessible to the West, these new generation kids have their Dragon Ball Z, have their Naruto, and from My Hero being booming, we see more things happening. Without My Hero, I don't know... I don't know if we get a Demon Slayer movie in theaters. I don't know if we get certain some of these things in theaters because we see the success of My Hero. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say something else. I was going to say something. What else you think? Uh, I was thinking like Hunter Hunter, but you had a, you got a great point with the My Hero in the movies and just the 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 impact it's had. You know what I'm saying? The, and, like and that, the, and that's the My thing. Hero I'm not, probably changed a lot for the future. He said it. If the question was influential. I'm not saying best because you got to think my hero is one of the few manga that's been on the New York times bestseller since it came out. That is very true. Like that shit is big. Um, the thing is there's, there's shit like some of our goats, you feel me? Like one piece that's big in Japan and it yep. took forever to get big in the West. It, it never really made that inst- instant connect. Dragon ball had that connect. You know what I'm saying? But in a, in the West, that's why I said whenever Attack on Titan and like whenever One Punch Man hit, you see the West go crazy because we're not used to getting that kind of that kind of impact, or we haven't gotten that kind of impact since Dragon Ball. But my hero has probably surpassed all all that as far as in the West. And to say it's booming that hard in the East already, that when we get it, it's booting up just as much. That, yeah. that says a lot. Like just being when I went to the movies to see. The, the movies, you know what I'm saying? The My Hero movies. The the eclectic crowd that both of them brought in and just how both crowds each time was huge and people were cosplaying. They were treated like it was a mini convention. And that's I, the thing. Like, I wouldn't be mad at your One Punch Man answer. I just think My Hero took that, st- that, that, that beginning, like, bubbling that they did and they added fire to the gas. Like, they added gasoline to the fire that One Punch Man already had and they took, o- took over their flame. And see... It- the question was influential too. So definitely it got, it has to go to my hero because they're setting the tone for new, for the new era of Shonen. You feel Facts. me? Everybody that's dropping right now wants to be my hero. Like whenever you're looking at Shonen Jump sales and shit like that, One Piece is always going to be at the top because that's an OG. When you look at the new generation, it's like Demon Slayer is doing really well sale-wise, but we know that's not going to last forever. The, the manga is not going to last forever itself. But as yep. far as my hero, um, Everybody that's killing. coming out, they're looking at them like that's the that's, that's the, the bar. The, yeah, that's the bar now, and I feel like everybody knows that. And just like how my hero knows, and I think this is why they're doing so well because I've always championed them on learning from everything that Dragon Ball and then the Big Three did, like uh, Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece. They they learn from that. Horikoshi learned from those guys to a T. Even others like Hunter Hunter and Yu Yu and he takes all elements from everything, and it doesn't really take any elements. He just Make sure he he learns from their mistakes. Yeah, and don't. I would also say Attack on Titan's influential in the sense of 
we're getting more darker stories. We're getting stories that don't necessarily have to be the one piece long stretching things with, with attack on Titan. We see without attack on Titan. I don't know if we get promised Neverland. I don't know if we get some yeah, of these new the age, thing. darker style of anime. So I would say attack on Titan, my hero are the two most influential of this decade. I would That's say of the, twi- of the 2010s. So solid question, Has Thank you. Next question. And also, shout out to, uh, what's, what's his name? Is his name Jace, Krista? Yeah, Jace. Jace, we cannot answer your question because neither Krista nor I have watched Keegan Ashura. But for you, by next episode, we will have at least watched at least two to three episodes so we know how strong he is. I promise mm. you we will answer your question next week. But the next question is from Slick. Slick asks, why does Gon chase his father knowing he's a deadbeat but doesn't know shit about his mom and doesn't want to? <laughs> that, not, I, never, I never put two and two together, but he really does have that connection to where like, I want to be just like my dad. What about your mom? I, I feel like that might be a Japanese culture thing because look at One Piece. Luffy doesn't give a shit about his mom. He knows about his pops and Garp. Like, he knows who they are. Look at Naruto. Naruto didn't care about his mom till like, he found out he had a mom. You know what I mean? Like, he was more concerned about the fourth Hokage. Like, for sure, for sure. I, and that might just be a Japanese culture thing where sons are always chasing their father's approval and shit like that. Man, I feel like... Uh, the, I had to look up her name, but... um. I feel like the main reason why Gon just didn't want to uh, have anything to do with his mom or anything like that is because of Mito, uh, the guy. Raising I think it was, uh, what is it, Jing's cousin or whatever? Like, she's like, he he said, that, like, that's all I needed from my mom. I don't, I wouldn't want to disrespect her from, like, by even going, concern myself with that. Because, like, imagine yeah. her being, like, your mother figure, and she told you, you know what I'm saying, your parents died or whatever, and I'm I'm gonna be your mother figure, you know what I'm saying? So you wouldn't even if you find out your mother's not dead, you wouldn't even be tripping on that shit. But your dad, I don't know. I, I feel yeah. like just because did, did he already know that his dad was like the goat in the hunter world? Yeah, he, he like, did. I think when, that's probably what it is. He probably I, like that. He was just so dope, and he wanted to just be like his pops. I think that's that's what it was. And he just like you said, he already had a mother figure in his life. Why go chase after one when I could just go chase after my pops because he has a dream that's similar to mine. And then imagine, imagine them telling you your pops is the goat. You know what I'm saying? He's like one of the dopest hunters. You sitting there like, damn, this and this some daddy issue shit. But you sitting there like, damn, bro. This nigga didn't want to be in my life. Like on some whole Will Smith uh, Fresh Prince. <laughs> like, you know what I'm yep. saying? You're going to be man, but you sit there like this. It's got to be the coolest job ever if you'll ditch your whole family. I got to see what it's about. So he throws everything, all his visions and set, sets into finding his dad just because his dad left him. And he wants to know what was so good to make his dad miss out Leave, on yeah, life. and see what, what he's chasing in life. Maybe it's something that he would want as well. Shout, shout out to Slick for that question. We got one more from Makai. Makai asks, have y'all ever wondered if anime really tells us the unknown truths and facts in our crazy world? I think, look, I think story and I think that story represents our world and they try to tell us things I see it, I relate more to it in anime than I do in, let's say, normal, everyday American TV and movies because I know American TV and movies try to put other shit in it than, like, universal truths. But, yeah, anime does that. Like, look at look at Naruto. It it's, teaches you about 
to believe in yourself, to work and go after your dreams. Look at look at Luffy, the idea that he wants freedom and to be truly free. And what's it mean to be truly free? He's not trying to gain power to to, to rule over anybody. He's trying to gain power so you can be free. I, I always say the real freedom is financial freedom. And that's, in a sense, to us, financial freedom gets you power and thus makes sure you don't have any worries. In the One Piece world, I'd say becoming Pirate King is financial freedom. For sure, for sure. Like, I, and, I, and I think anime definitely reflects the truths of our world. And I think stories in general relate always show us a look at ourselves and what's real in this world. And I think it gives us glimpses at things you can add to your life to make your life better. That's true. I feel like uh, me personally, I've learned a lot from anime and I'm still learning a lot from anime and I'm still like catching certain things. Like I'll rewatch an old anime that I didn't really understand growing up and I'll catch something and be like, damn, bro, this shit applies to like right now. So it's like, you could, you could just, and I find this in a lot of mediums. Like when I watch the news, when I watch real life stories, just I learn from a, from every kind of instance. And I feel like a lot of these, uh, especially shonen, especially some of these, even saying some of these underlying themes, it just gets you to think about certain things that are outside of your perspective. You see things from a lot of different perspectives and, you, and you'll have a lot more um, range of what, of things to be able to handle, you know what I'm saying? It is crazy because Shonen gives you, yeah, they give you the dark side of perspective of the world, but it's more so hopeful. Whereas Sanin, it's like, Sanin gives you like these deep, like, nah, it's not like Shonen, the world's fucked up. Like, like we gonna go through some of this dark shit. I feel like Shonen, they really give you that, that whole, man, life is fucked up, but you gotta make the best out of it. Yeah. And Sanin is more like, hey, nigga, life, sometimes life just is fucked up. It's like, you just life gotta is deal just with it. Yeah. Shit is just wild and shit will never be okay. No, <laughs> you know I what guess. I'm saying? 100%. Uh, before we get to the review, what you been, how you feel about Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? See, I'm, I really do, I'll say like this, when at the point that I stopped that before I picked it back up, I was sitting there like, this is cool, but this ain't nothing that I would like say is gold, like top, because people, I remember Heavenly the other day, Heavenly Controller said it was like, he, he did one of those tweets because it's catchy right now, the little, um, uh, what's the best anime and why is it Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? And I was like, I don't think I don't think it's best of all time, but I got it top five. I, and I see, I wouldn't even be able to, that, that's my thing. I don't, I didn't see at that point how it could be in top five, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Now I'm seeing more of like, okay, I'm getting it. Cause like, I remember with Bleach before I started getting into Bleach, I was like, there's no way this is big three. But now I'm like, okay, I see it. It's big three, but it's not one or two, it's three. But with this one, it's like its own category. It's its own thing. To me, it seems like the prototype for what like uh, Attack on Titan is because it's very political. It's very deep. It's very story driven. There's, there's there, it's so war. many layers. It's uh, it's onion. There's so many layers to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I the reason why I knock it is because the fights aren't great. But if you look at the philosophical meaning behind characters, if you look at the different elements of the homunculi being the seven deadly sins and like how they connect to man and and everything going on with father and just like you said, the political intrigue. That is great storytelling. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like the way, how deep the way it's you? unfolding. Like I'm, I, I want to say I'm on episode like forty or thirty something. What's going down? Well, I, they just gave all the backstory with the um with the war and everything, and how uh Roy Mustang was in a 
was in a war with Homeboy. What's Homeboy? He was just snapping. He was just snapping niggas, burning them. Talking about with Scar. Yeah, for sure. So with Scar and everybody um, fighting the Ishvalans. Low key, that's Germany. Bad nigga too. Low key, I forget the bad nigga's name with the long hair. The nigga who like followed everybody. What's his name? No, 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 not father. I'm talking about the black hair. Like that's around the point. Oh, Kimley, Kimley, Kimley. Him, yes, the yeah. dude that he was on the he was in the gang and he was like talking about all the war shit and he was like, yeah, man, you gotta remember every life you take in this bitch because they gonna remember you. And then instantly after that, nigga got the philosopher's stone started acting up. So that's I that's f- where I'm at. I feel like you're gonna love Kimley as a villain because he stays true to himself the whole time. He judges Kimley's kind of like Stain where. He has his principle, and it doesn't matter if you're on his side or if you're if you're against him. If the last you, thing, I must say, last thing I think I seen was him fighting. Um, was him fighting Scar on that train, and then it, it uh, great ended fight. up with like you know what I'm saying the train breaking apart and everything. But that's the last thing I want to say. I'll Wait till the end, and I want to talk to you about Kimley's character and see if you like him as a villain because he feels a way. If you whatever you believe in. You have to go for it 100%. If you don't give it your all, no matter if it's good or evil, he hates you. And he, like, nah, that that that's, becomes a very important plot point. I'm glad you're watching it. I'm glad you're, I, you're digging it. It's starting it. to get to the point to me where I'm like, okay, I see why a lot of people have it in their top 10. It's and onions. It's not five yet. But once I get to the end, I'm pretty sure it'll be crawling around that area. It's just a lot of these... Like, see, Attack on Titan to me is amazing because of the story, and it does have a lot of politics in it, but it doesn't necessarily feel political. This with... is nah. This is this is one hundred percent political. Like, and see, look... this reminds me of like more of like a Mobile Suit Gundam, Gundam Wing, and I did love that growing up. At the same time, but it's hard to get back into. You know what I'm saying? Because no, like a lot I... of and see, I, where I connect with this, I didn't connect with Mobile Suit Gundam. This low key, the way I look at it is, Roy Mustang in his country is Germany. The Ishvalans are the Jews. Damn. It's it's literally like the Fuhrer, like his like King Bradley's name is the Fuhrer. Like they, it's one hundred percent. They represent Germany, and the Ishvalans represent the Jews, and how they tried to get rid of them and, and all that stuff. That like, that whole thing was fucked up. How they were going to war, and they didn't even really know what was going on at the same time. Mustang just burning people with them snaps, bro. That's why Hawkeye I don't like him doing that shit. Yeah, no, it's super sad. And then when you lose your boy Maze Hughes, rest in peace, Maze Hughes. Yeah, rest in peace, Hughes, bro. And then all the backstory with Hughes, it just, it hit home. You know what I'm saying? Now you understand with the dog, rest in peace to that little girl, the worst father. Yeah, that shit was wild. Shout Tucker. I saw that before I took that, I took the break. I saw that and I was like, damn, this nigga is a scumbag. Son. <laughs> like, this is gummy shit. I like, I see why it's not even fair to put him in the meme with the worst dads and include like Goku and Jing. He's nah. Yeah, you yeah, definitely. Okay, where you at in One Piece? Just to give people an update. Because uh, I know I'm your still, girl passed fish man. No, my girl, I want to say she uh I want to say she is past fish man, but that's still where I'm at. I'm still reading the manga at the beginning of Fish Man, but I'm watching the anime at the same time. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm doing that super, super, super slow. When my girl passed me up, I was like, shit, bro. All right, well, I, I can't be mad. At least you're on full metal alchemist brotherhood when you but finish. See, I'm, that. I'm gonna get back to it. It's just like I'm gonna finish full metal alchemist, then finish bleach. I'm close to finishing bleach too. I'm gonna get I'm just getting caught up with everything that I felt like I could knock out quick. Cause like I ain't gonna lie, bleach. I knocked that out quicker than I thought I was gonna knock it out. But most and, of that show is filler. Like bleach got boot, and the filler is painful. That's like, my thing. And I, I feel like once you finish full metal and bleach and you read one piece, you're gonna power through that. Cause that's like to me, and this is something I saw on the timeline, and I want to have this conversation when you get caught up. Because people are saying that 
pre-time skip is better than post. And I'm like, what the hell? Post-time skip. Pre-time skip. Like to me, pre-time skip has so much heart. So post-time skip has a lot, has a lot to live up to. See, okay. I will say pre-time skip is more focused on the straw hats and their relationships. Post-time skip, you understand the relationships. It's time to go into the world and, and world build and, and meet new characters and see how get Luffy to become the pirate king. You can't just keep doing these little adventures with Usopp and fucking Chopper going to different islands. Just part like to me, that's what pre-time skip hurt for me. It's like, Yes, it made me love the characters, but my favorite arcs are like Water 7, Innie's Lobby, where we get to see them actually go out in the world and accomplish it. Like, I get adventuring is cool, and that's a part of this thing because they're pirates, they're adventurers, but, like, I want to get to the shits, and that's what post-time skip... Post-time skip is just straight, we're to the shits, and, like, it's... like. It's, it's no more fun in games. Like, Usopp and Luffy can't just be on the ship goofing off. Like, it's time to get serious. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. They did build up the crew to like you haven't really seen you haven't really seen new members or anything in the like post time skip you see his game well they, they got one but you you know who it is yeah low key yeah they but, got uh, one but he's supposed to be in there and at the same time you feel me you you they basically built it up for like you know how whenever you get to the end of Naruto you get to the pain arc and when he gets that W it means so much for the entire show whenever you have those kind of moments without the buildup is it doesn't feel as rewarding yeah so all that buildup you you get to know these characters you fall in love with these characters you fall in love with the story oh it's worth it 100 like i'm glad that it happened but i'm just saying to the people that's like oh we want no we can't get back to pre-time no bro we fighting yonkos we fighting the emperors of the sea what do i have to be with usopp and chopper clowning around on the ship we don't have time for that before Kaido sent us a Kaido come and smash our ship for niggas clowning. Like, it's only no more time. Zoro, and like, that's the thing. You took two years off to train. You took two years off because you, you weren't strong enough. And all the clowning had to stop. Like, now it's time to stop clowning. That's why I, I fuck with post time skip so much because it's like, it's serious. I've been, like, I'm, I'm probably gonna try to reread some this weekend, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm be trying to, I'm freeing up some space for the weekend. But uh, as far as reading manga, like I've been reading a lot lately and that's when I was getting back into One Piece. Like my girl had passed me up and I was watching her watch it. And I was like, I can't watch this because I'm not here yet. I'm like, I feel yeah. bad even watching this episode. So I'm like, you gonna uh, watch that. I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna read it. So I'm I was read. reading it and I was getting through it pretty fast. So hopefully I can knock out uh, more of a reading. I, I knocked out a few chapters, but I just started the arc from the beginning in the manga. I feel like I knock it out quicker than yeah, watching it. And then once you get to meet Law and Punk Hazard, it's over. Speaking of manga, there's a new one that came out on Shonen Jump called Bone Collection. I enjoyed it. It seems very bleachy, Shiningami, like Demon Hunter type deal. So we're going to have to see. But to cancel Samurai 8 for this, and if this ain't hidden, then I'm going to just be upset because Samurai 8 was something different, whereas Bone Collection is just a whole nother... Uh, Shinigami Exorcist manga and I'm sick of them things but this is more like some etchy shit though right like I remember I read it and it was like low, wasn't it low key not low key not 100% etchy but it's like some chick like wasn't a chick involved and the dude like on some like the it was chick, like they're fusing some shit like the chick comes out of the sky but it's not it was a little etchy but like not more than like normal like some, I want to say it's more like some it is like some Shinigami shit like that but it's more like a a, a, a weird take on it. You know what I'm Where, saying? Whereas Undead Unlucky to me is more etchy. 
No, that's a hundred percent. It's kind of slowed down with it. Uh, yeah, it got more. It got serious. I ain't gonna lie. The beginning chapters was full of it, but now I'm sitting there like I'm like, where's the edge? Where the edge you go? Not saying I'm I'm like missing it, but I'm saying uh, it's not as much. Yeah, they're definitely. They look like they're going somewhere. They they sitting there like, damn, nigga. Zip man just got motherfucking canceled. We not trying we to get still, canceled. Yeah, we still out here. Like they must love something, so we got to keep this shit going, and make it dope. Facts, and I and I'm and I definitely love uh Undead Unluck as well as Jujutsu Kaisen. That's really what I've been reading. But, but I'm not gonna lie, when I watched the uh, and I, it, it's been like a, a week. I only read it when it first came out, and I only read it once. But uh, what was it called? Bone Collection. Yeah, I want to say it came out last week. That was the new. Thing this uh, past like the new the last drop and I haven't seen it since like I haven't read I haven't read it since. You know what I'm well, they, they only got one. They only got one chapter. We didn't get did new it drop cha- the same uh, day as Demon Slayer. Yeah, and, and one I, it, it dropped just just this past Sunday. I think I, I read it like right before I read Demon Slayer. I'm like that shit was cool, but I didn't think too much of it. But I did like it. You know what I'm saying I just didn't. I wasn't blown away by it. It might not. Be I liked. I, I was blown away by Undead Unluck. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've liked other things that they cut. Like, I like Zip Man more than this. I like Samurai 8 more than this. I liked uh, Hell Warden. Like, that was my shit, Hell Warden. It seemed like Yu Yu Hakusho, and it's like, if y'all just gonna do a whole, a, a similar thing to, like, Hell Warden, it's like, bro, yeah, you might as well... A lot of the, uh, I didn't read some of them, but some of them I just didn't fuck to it. Like, I didn't, I didn't really read Act Age uh, or the but one see, about the Spy Family. People fuck with Act Age, and that's still going. In Spy Family, I actually read that week to week. It is... It is a different show, and I, I didn't think I would get into this. It's more, it's not slice of life, but it's not heavy action. It's more espionage, and I really, really like that that manga. I think Spy Family is is one of the best new ones. Like it, it is to to keep me hooked on a story with an assassin, a spy, and their daughter, and then pretending to be a family. It got me hooked. Like I, I like you know me mystery conspiracy. It has a lot of that in it. Bro, I'd be on some like weird random shit. Like if I'm reading manga, like a lot of the times I'm reading some shit and by the time I'm on like chapter 15, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Why did I even do this? It's like I get so burnt out on watching this shit because like when we I remember when we started the pod, I had watched a bunch of anime. Like I've watched millions of animes before, but I remember I was sitting there like, damn, I didn't watch Full Metal Alchemist. I didn't watch Bleach. I didn't watch Attack on Titan. I just felt like I was just uncultured for not catching up on the shit everybody's on. So now I feel like I've been catching up on so much stuff that I usually, not saying wouldn't have watched, but my bag in anime is like some throw it off shit. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, while I'm catching up on that shit, in between it, I gotta like, uh, just- Get on your, get, your wild bag, get on like your I bag. Burn out. Like I was yeah. I was reading, uh, I've been into the delinquent manga bag. So like the, the delinquent kid bag, you feel me? Mm. So I've been reading some shit called, uh, I wanna say it's called Kyo, Matter of fact, I had it in the background. It's Kyo, uh, Kyokara Oriwa, but it's like these two dudes. One of his dudes' head is like spiky, like gones, but it's like super tall. And it's just when I read it, I was like, okay, cool. It'll get some Yurameshi, you know what I'm saying? Ass niggas, like just more comedy in high school. Yeah, mostly comedy slice of life. It does have action, but I'm sitting there reading it. I'm like, this ain't bad, but it's not what I expected. I'm, I'm Look, looking for that bag. There's a you want a delinquent more. bag? I I'm got sure you. Holy Land. And that one came up, too, when I was searching some shit. I just didn't know what it was. Bro, saning, delinquent, just straight up what you want. Delinquent, Yusuke, you're a meshy. Picture Yusuke not being a spirit detective, but just being a thug and keep fighting people. It's like that video game. It's literally the video game you play. He goes into different turfs in a a fight. And and it's about... 
I still be playing that game, son. Like that shit still didn't get old to me. And that shit says a lot. Cause even in my hero game, I was on that bitch super hard, but I had this game before the My Hero game. I don't go back to My Hero game as often as I go back to this one. Oh, and let me give props to Pirate Warriors 4, the first anime game in a long time that I truly, truly enjoy. One Piece Pirate Warriors is fun as hell. Talk about, and I know it's a bunch of hack and slash, but the way they do it, the store, it just feels like I'm playing One Piece, where World Seeker felt like, oh, let me put the straw hats in this video game. No, this feels like I'm in the One Piece world. It feels like I'm doing stuff. And I got to thank you for giving me on that Pirate Warrior vibe because that game is fun as hell, yeah, the, especially Warriors, the new one because you get to I, do all the... Three. See, the new one got all the Wano shit with Kaido, Big Ma, like that. Like, I'm loving it because I'm all the way caught up and it's like, yes, I get to play this and enjoy the, the Straw Hat story. pretty fun, though. Like, the it is. The play itself, like, it's, it's a fun one. Like you said, it feels like you're in One Piece. You get to beat up all the fucking bad guys and beat the bosses. It just seems like you really just touch down with the group. With the, it is uh, hard as shit. Like when you oh, gotta yeah. fight an admiral, bro. Talk about dying, like bro. bro I mean, those missions be long as fuck too. Like you're not just gonna finish a mission real quick. Like you gotta dedicate a hot little minute to at least knock out a full mission. Where you at in Pirate Warriors Three? Which arc you in? Uh, I ain't played that one in a while. Like I've been playing in my hero. I've been going back and forth from the uh, my hero bag and the uh, Rango Ichigawa. Uh, oh, the bag. one's Justice Two. Yeah, one's Justice Two. Is I it beat, fun? I beat it. It's funner than one. I enjoy one. How's the story mode? The story mode is better than one, but it's still the same thing. Mm. But the thing is, they expand. When I played one's Justice One, I wasn't really in the story mode. I was in the missions. Mm-hmm. And they booted up the missions to something crazy. Like, the missions is the main part about the game. Again, they they knew that they fumbled with the story bag and they can't do what they want to do with the story bag. But the story bag was pretty fun this time, more than the last one, because they gave you a villain arc and a hero arc. Like, basically, you beat the game as a hero. I beat the game. I was like, okay, cool. I beat the game. I was like, damn, that... It took me a little while, but... Felt like, fast. I remember the final, the final boss, I was like, that shit was hard. It felt like a, It felt like a good... In, but I was like, maybe they could have stretched it a little more. But as soon as they rolled the credits and everything, they're like, all right, you beat the hero side. Time to beat the villain side. And I was like, damn, I got a whole other game. I was like, and I love villains. Yeah. I'm like halfway through that right now. Like the villain bag is fun as hell to play as. Um, To where I want to dabble in the uh, missions, which I have been, because you could customize your characters. It's like some crazy, some crazy shit going on to where they did it to where at first when I saw it, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get into this. I feel like the basic ass missions they had last time was just it's whack. It's gonna work better. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it was, it was whack, but I feel like it's gonna work better than this. I feel like this one, they, they was gonna ruin it, but now I'm like, let me see what they're getting into. I just gotta beat the story mode first. But okay. that Ringo Ishikawa game, bro, like, that's your way. I tell you, I don't know if I if I spoke on it last um last pod, but I finally beat it. Oh, like, okay. I, I was playing it forever, but I got to the end of the game. And when I tell you, if you're looking for just like a, not saying best crazy story, crazy game, but it's a, it's a throw it off story. It teaches you some shit. And the way you play, I want to say you get different outcomes. So I've been like kind of replaying it, mm-hmm. but it's deeper than what you think. Like you, you download the game. You think it's just a beat em up. It's like a crazy story about this kid okay. and his delinquent friends. And they got a lot of heart. Like when I got to the end of the game, I felt like I got to the end of anime season. I was like, wow, that's, that's fucked up. Oh, you definitely got to read Holy Land if that's your shit. Trust me. I, I, oh, I got to peep it out. That's the wave. But let's get into the review. Let's start off with, uh, what you want to start off with, Glipnir or Tower God? Uh, we can start off with Glipnir. 
All right, yeah, let's start off with Glimnir. Episode three, Shuichi and Claire begin to search for Claire's missing sister. This episode was wild because we start to search for Claire and basically it's, it's like, that's that's pretty much the whole episode. We get some characterization of uh, Shinichi, Shuichi's and, and Claire's relationship. Like when they're about to, uh, when they're practicing on everything and Claire was like, oh, I'm gonna get naked. And Shuichi's like, no, you can't get naked up in me. Put a swimsuit on. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like Shuichi, let this girl get naked up in you. Like what's wrong with you, Shuichi? Yeah, like, come on, man. Yeah, like you tripping, bro. And, be and, a virgin right now. <laughs> and then she hit him with the, but that's the thing. She told him she was a virgin. I thought that was a good moment. It was of hilarity, bringing them closer. And then like where it really gets real is when they're looking for the sister, they look outside the window and it's like, oh shit, that's her. And then so then she gets into uh, Shuichi's body and then they go try to to fight her. And then all of a sudden at the end, she rips off Shuichi's head and we're left thinking, oh damn, is Shuichi dead? What'd you think of episode three? Right there, I was like, you can't do this to me. You can't do this to me right now. I was like, you can't. And I had already read... uh, I had read past that part in the manga. So I know I know what happens a little bit after the episode we left out on, but just seeing the animated, and I, I hadn't read it in like, since four episodes ago, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. not four episodes, we're on episode four or five. But like, this, I haven't read it since, we're on three right now? Yeah. Wait, the, well, no, what I'm saying like, as far as, all, that, that's all out right now. Four, oh yeah, four total. Okay, can I say, I haven't, I haven't read it since like maybe episode two, before episode two drops. I remember I read a lot of it after I watched episode one. So I don't remember every single detail about what happened afterwards, but I do remember like an outline of what happened. You know what I'm saying? Just seeing it uh, play out animated, it was, it, it hits hard. Like everything about this, this anime is hitting hard. Yeah. Just like the manga was hitting, but it's hitting harder. Like, and the manga hits super hard. That's why I'm saying the animation, they definitely need some applause for this. Cause they- I'm really enjoying Glimnir, man. And I hope it doesn't get delayed. I hope it's all done. Cause this, Honestly, this and Tower of God are too, like, of course, this is in 2019, but to say that we had, we went from Derohe to Row to now, Derohe to Row and My Hero to now Tower of God and Glipnir, two unknowns, and they're really taking the torch from My Hero, and, and they're, like, they took the baton, and they're still running the marathon, and they aren't falling back. Like, these are great shows, and Glipnir has me in Every episode, I got to know what's going on with uh, Shuichi. I got to know what's going on with Claire. I got to know what's going on with everything. So what would you... Like, bro, when I, oh, when I read when I read this, uh, this chapter that was this episode, the fight, if you want to call it a fight, like an yeah, altercation. A, yeah, she was just like shooting a gun. The altercation like flew by like this, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying they stretched it out in the episode, but they made it seem way more intense and impactful. To me, I just kind of breezed past it in the manga. And I'm sitting there like that's that was crazy, you know what I'm saying? I can't believe this shit happened, but at the same time, uh, the anime drove it home. You feel yeah, me? no, I definitely agree with that because like I read the first two chapters of uh, Glipnir and I was trying to see what, if like what you were saying. And yeah, the animation I'm I'm not reading anymore because it's like I might as well watch it because yeah, it, it hits totally different. The only reason why I read it is because the art style was great. In oh, the yeah, manga no. compared to episode one, but by the time I was really just reading for the story, and by the time I got enough story to be like, okay, yeah, this is go like because I watched episode one just randomly. Like I remember when I first seen it, I just didn't think it was gonna be nothing I was gonna be watching. I just cut something on to have it on, and I got into it, and I just read the manga to see if okay, is this gonna be worth peeping out every every week? Mm-hmm. And instantly I was like sold. I gotta peep this out every single week as soon as it drops. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
this is the only week, like last week I watched it as soon as it dropped. This week I had to wait a couple of days because I've been busy the past few days. But at the same time, this one has me anticipating the next episode, like Promise Neverland. And I kind of know what's going on in the next episode, but I think that's around the time where I clocked out from reading it. So I'm okay. really, really itching to see where the story goes from there. Real. Okay, what would you this, rate episode the story three? itself is wild. One through five. I'd give this one a solid, I want to say four. Yeah, I'm going... Even, I'm going higher with the four. next one. Yeah, I'm going. This is a straightforward, solid exposition. We got to meet her sister, Elena. We got to see how she's crazy, but not really. Like, But we find out more about this in episode four. So episode four, uh, after encounter Elena, Shuichi and Claire are guided to the source of all the mysterious happenings. Uh, Claire is like, I mean, no, Elena says that she did this to Shuichi. Like she, she wanted to be better. She was upset that Claire was inside of her. We find out that, uh, Elena did get kill Claire's parents, but we find out Claire's parents were horrible and that Claire asked for Elena to do it. And Elena's like, you were protecting me, but now I'm protecting you because I'm strong enough. But she still doesn't seem like all the way there. Like, I don't know. She might not be evil, but she's definitely not good. They have some weird shit going on with her. She gives Claire this coin and is like, go find this person and he'll be able to help. They end up going to this person. It turns out he's not a human. He's an alien who brought this stuff down. The different coins are different members of his clan. And if they can redeem them, they can transform their bodies into different mutations. But we don't know who did it to Shuichi because he didn't have a coin and he didn't drink the thing. So how did he become uh, this big monster? Also, we find out that uh, he drinks the thing, puts his head back on, and he's able to transform back to a human. But if he tried to transform back while his head was off, he would have died. And also it left a scar around his neck. And he's now accepting the fact that he has to be this gatherer because the alien tells him, you go gather the coins. The more coins you gather, the uh, more power you get and the more I can help you. And you can become this gatherer. But when they start to gather, I'm sure they're going to run into different evil beings. And also I want to know is this alien neutral? Where the other aliens, are they evil? There's certain things we got to build on. But this episode for me is a 4.5. I, I really liked episode four because we got a lot of explanations. But it was heartfelt as well as, even though we didn't get any action, it felt very tense. Oh, yeah. You, got, you definitely got character development in this episode. You definitely got a lot of exposition. And it ended on a great note to me. That it ended on a like a hype note to be like, ooh, yeah. Now we about to start hunting. We, we get into the shits. Facts. And just the facts that they 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 let a lot about uh the coins and everything, that's gonna be real key for from here on. You know what I'm saying? We we could tell where it's going now. Whereas before we were kind of just like, whoa, whoa, crazy roller coaster ride where we just I didn't think he was gonna be an alien. I thought he was gonna be a demon or some shit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. This is the first show where I really see an alien get treated like this. Like, this is an alien and he's just in a human human form. And that's why I like it so much, because it's different. I'm tired of Shinigami. I'm tired of demons. I'm tired of that shit. And this is an alien. It's super dope. And the, when he transformed into Claire and started touching himself, I was like, this nigga is wild. And he seems like a dope character. I'm not gonna lie. In the manga, he was way funnier. That's what killed oh, okay. me. Like, in the manga, I was crying laughing. I was like, this nigga is ridiculous, bro. I thought he was gonna be more of a goofy character. Whereas he did have those etchy, goofy moments in the in the anime, but he seems to be more like composed and he seems to be like kind of a badass kind of character. He's gonna be the, the kind of guy that you see and he's kind of mysterious, got some mystery about him. You know he gave me kind of uh Urahara vibes. Like he gave me kind exactly. of key, like 
not Kisuke later when he's in the uh, fake uh, Kurokara town. Or no, I'm talking about like Kisuke when you first meet him and he's doing all this weird shit. And it's like, mm, what you got behind goofy. your back? Yeah, just what you, what you got behind your back? A little hard. So he definitely gives me those vibes. What would you rate this episode? I give this one a four or five just because to say I was as invested in it as I was and to say I had already read the source material, I was super into this episode with no action, no That's fighting. My thing. It had no and fights. It, it, it's just emotion. Like I like to see growth in in my music I listen to and the people I know, especially in the anime I watch. And seeing this chick go from being, and you can tell she's definitely got some 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 issues, some, yeah. some mental health issues going on some psychotic issues going on, but she's definitely, she seemed like a good character at heart. And, she and it showed like that she up. ride or die for Shuichi because she was about to shoot herself. And see, she, she, didn't really, she didn't give a fuck about Shuichi at all, episode one. And you slowly started to see her, and it, it went from slowly to kind of quickly, like the way she picked up, and now she's, she's here fast enough. But it makes sense here. because the way she said it, she was like, I had nothing to live for before you. I was literally going to kill myself, and you gave me a purpose in my life again. So mm-hmm. I get why it's a complete 180 because it's like, you made me want to live. So it's like, if I don't have you, then I might as well die, you know? And then they're progressing together, like unfolding mysteries about what's going on. And she was curious about this shit. She just couldn't do it on her own. Yep. And then at the same time, she's been inside of him, pause, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she she's definitely Bro, they like, make that a lot of like sex. Like they're definitely like, oh, like, I'm not going to say they're going overboard with it, but it's like, Y'all really want us to know this is the reverse of sex. Like well, that's the etchy part of the show. But at the same time, it's 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 into the story. Like that's what uh, I don't know we about this last episode, but that's why I didn't like Tamaki from Fire Force because you go from like serious to goofy with the etchy, and the etchy takes you out of the experience. With this, the etchy just it adds to the experience because now I'm looking at it like, okay, this is their way of putting the etchy in there. But at the same time, she's bonding with him doing that. Like that's a whole separate bond to where. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Books with him on like multiple different levels. They they got like a they understand each other like exactly to like, like the, whenever, to the chemistry level of them. So yeah, because like she said, whenever she was in there, she was like, "Dude, I could feel that you're tense. I could feel that you're scared. Calm down. I could I could understand that what you're worried about. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm I'm in your brain. Like when she was about to shoot her sister, he Shuichi stopped him because she he felt the tears coming down her eye. Mm-hmm. He felt that like she tried to hide all her emotions, and then they just started to come out. And he was like, "Oh, you don't want to do this." I'm loving to see how this is playing out. Like, this is yeah. a, a crazy emotional story. It's a crazy action-packed story. It's a crazy mystery. It's just hitting a lot of checkpoints that I didn't expect it to hit on episode one. Like, I saw episode one, it was just like, where is this going? And it's going a lot of places fast, and it doesn't seem to be letting off on the gas. I'm and really I'm, excited for the rest of the season. Yeah, and I'm glad I'm we're going along for the ride. Let's jump to Tower of God, episode four, The Green April. So, at the end of the first round of the crown game, Anak wielder of the ever-changing sword the green april sits upon the throne bam cooed and rock or rack have to wait for the right moment to participate will they survive until the end of this bonus game i really like this episode because we got to expand on a different team uh we got to see a knock and like how badass she is but we also get to see your boy uh i gotta pull up his name because he has a different name in the uh show than in the manga but we get to see your boy uh, with the tracksuit being a baller. So it was like, okay, he fighting, he getting his stuff in. And we get to see the other sword dude. Uh, this episode was basically just their team trying to take the crown. And then at the end, bam, sword starts freaking out. And Anak drops the crown. She walks off the throne and she's like, yo, give me this sword. And then Lero Rose like, 
uh, y'all are disqualified. She was like, I don't care. I need that sword. And she was, he was like, I'm not giving it to you. And she was like, why don't we make a bet for it? And Lara Rose was like, all right, I can let this go as long as y'all keep letting the crown game. And she makes a bet with Bam that if he wins, he'll keep the sword. If they lose, she has to give him the sword. Uh, and it's the prince of Jihad, it's the king of Jihad's sword. And she was like, I need that. So we're going to see what's up with all that. But what would you think of this episode, episode four, The Green April, and seeing the badassery of this team? We got, uh, like I said, we got Anak. Hold on, I'm about to get the other names, everybody, because they have different names in, in the manga. We got Anak, we got Hots, and then we have Shibisu. Shibisu's your homie with the uh, tracksuit. Yeah, the funny one? Yeah. Yeah, that dude is hilarious, bro. I love. He Shibisu. was kicking ass though in this episode. He was beating that girl ass who he was battling with. She didn't want yeah, he, no smoke. He's not useless. You know what I'm saying? He's not a useless character so far. You feel me? Felt very cool, Bara esque in this episode for sure. And uh, I, I definitely love him. And I was getting cool, Bara vibes, but I was getting a little. He, he, I find they go utilize him in this and as, as a side character in this anime a little bit more. I, I love the way they're treating their side characters. They're opening up a lot of character. Uh, just stories like they're giving you a bunch of different people you know what i'm saying and yeah you could tell they're all gonna play key parts in the game from here forward you can tell who's kind of gonna last and who's kind of gonna not last thanks anything else you thought about this episode because i this really was... did like the anak shit like the shit with the uh the swords yeah and how she was just kicking ass with people like a green thing no i'm talking about whenever she went trying to oh she, she to... tried to get bam yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. she was sitting there like give me that fucking sword and he's like nah you can't have the sword she's like all right let's make a bet and she was like, I really don't care if you was going to take the bet or not. She's like, if you didn't take the bet, I was just going to kill you and take the sword regardless. She's like, I, she's like, I did the bet so we could do this amicably because yeah. I don't want to just kill you and take the sword, but I will. I'm not above it. Also, this opens up questions because we know the person that gave uh, Bam the sword, Yuri, was a, was a jihad, a Noxa jihad. So how many princesses do they have with all these different weapons? What does it mean to be a princess of jihad? Like, see, there's, there's not, so many questions that's let you up. know that it means something big. Like, she's yeah. sitting there like, nigga, this is not no fucking joke. You, you, yeah, you're you don't not belong supposed to have this. Sword. Yeah, I will fact. kill you and take this sword from you, nigga. Like, it's that serious here. So we're going to have to see what's up with that. But they ended up losing. Uh, well, they ended up getting disqualified in the next episode. Episode five is when Bam, Rock, Rack, and Coon take center stage to play the game. But what would you rate episode four? I'm giving this a solid full five. Yeah, I'm going to give this one a full five, too, just because of how it was intense. I like yeah, the, it like, I like the whole episode front to back. No, I agree. And didn't, didn't we see? Didn't we see the beginning of um what happens in the next episode? Like whenever, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Bam or Rack. Uh, I forget his name. Oh, Kuz are doing shit. Yeah, whenever he whenever he did the shit with the with the crown and put the crown in his bag and then threw the crown out because that's what the episode kind of ended on. It was like he's like faked him out with a uh with the with the fucked up crown. He's like. He put the crown in his bag. He took the a fake crown out and threw it out. Oh, yeah. And it that didn't unfold until the next episode, but it happened in right. that episode. And they were like, what the hell did he just do? You're right. And I think that starts to show Kloon's uh, smarts. And, and we'll mm-hmm. get to I will get to another moment. Let me just read what happens in this episode. Bam's team defends the crown from the looming regulars as they charge into battle one after another. Bam is distracted by the lone girls. The regular attacks Bam, but something happens. Uh, but yeah, back to your point about Kud, we see him having such great strategy. Not only does the crown thing happen, but when the next round comes, four, like three teams start to happen. He's like, bro, chill out. He puts his hair in a thing. He's like, I'm about to take a nap. And then all of a sudden, they're like, let's form an alliance, these other two teams. And then the third one just starts whooping everybody ass, starts knocking them out. And then they just 
veto themselves out of it because that was Coon's plan. Before he teamed up with Rack and Bam, he ends up putting these people in his bag. We find out that his bag can store a multitude of things as well as copy things. This bag is a magic bag and he kept these people in the bag. And that's why the teacher was like, oh, your bag's kind of heavy. Also makes sense why his bag didn't want to go through the Shueishu or the, the the river wall when Lero Rowe had it. You remember when he was stuck? Mm-hmm. And he was like, you don't trust Coon, but it was because he had them people in his bag. So we get to find out some of that. We also get to see how Coon fights with his knives. And, oh, but that's a little bit later. But after they win the first round, it's time for the next one. We see the hooded people come out and we see these, these other two dudes, one with two swords that Coon has to fight and then one that Rack has to fight with this staff-like thing. And then all of a sudden Rack changes to this other dude to use his hands and then we see this girl we don't get her name but it seems like she's important because she talks to Anak. I wouldn't be surprised if she's a princess of Jihad and she starts whooping up on that girl with the pole and then we just see all these different fighting styles. I really like seeing Kuhn with all the different knives, throwing them up in the air. He gave me killer vibes like nobody's business. Like just he a straight up assassin. For sure, for sure. I like the I like the girl with the pole too, cause she was really she pulled up and gave everybody smoke for like a hot minute. I was like, whoa, when did she even get here? But I don't know she if she's gonna be important because it seemed like she died. Yeah, at the end, but I ain't gonna yeah. lie, whenever she pulled up, it, it came, it came, she hit hard. Whatever she yeah, pulled she definitely up, you know what did. And then definitely so, with the whole Rachel shit was thrown off. That's what I was about to get to. So while they all fighting, Bam is like, yo, is that Rachel? Is that Rachel? He keep asking, he keep asking. Girl with the pole breakthrough, and then She's about to hit Rachel. Of course, I got to say, Bam is a simp right now. And I know people on Twitter is like, don't call Bam a simp. Bam should have been focused on climbing the tower, but I guess that's the whole reason why he's in the tower to protect Rachel. So maybe he's not a simp, but he dives in. She does it. He he gets hit to the head. And all of a sudden, boom, This his power just starts exploding. And Lara wrote later in the episode says that that wasn't him projecting uh, – I think it's Shueishi or whatever the power is called. That was him becoming the power, destroying Pole Girl. And then his sword's like, whoa, 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 we got to stop this. She stops it and then like puts him to sleep so he could wake up later, be fully healed and whatnot. We find out that is Rachel. And Rachel's like, yo, I got to tell you something, Coon, before Bam wakes up. She's probably going to tell him like, don't worry about me. And also we see Anak has uh, the Black March. So she now has... Bam sword. I wonder how that's going to go. But we also find out that the other princess of Jihad is is very close to getting to Bam. So he might end up getting that sword back because Yuri's going to probably give him, get it back for, for his ass. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I feel like with this whole uh, Rachel situation, Bam is definitely a simp. Because first of all, I don't know the end and outs of the relationship yet. I, I hope to get more of that. Like, more Well, he said forward. they're not dating. He said like she is like She's like his mom, his caretaker, or like his mm-hmm. big sister. The way he made it sound, he made it sound like owner, like how yeah, he was like a slave. slave. You know what I'm yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know exactly what's going on with them too, because it's still kind of open ended. It could be some he got a crush on her shit. It could be like some big sister kind of shit. It could be some like slave kind of shit. It could be some you, you never know because yeah, they haven't really they they kind of teased a little bit, but they didn't really tell us much. Not and a I lot. Know more about their relationship and why she being all sketchy. She's super sketchy. She didn't want to talk to him. That's what makes me want to really know about the relationship. Cause I, I want to know what the fuck makes him. Cause he's an irregular. Like he different I was at all the of edge them. of my seat. The whole the whole 
episode after she was introduced because I'm sitting there like looking at him like he's a liability. At this point, I'm like, this nigga's gonna lose the crown every second. Remember whenever Homeboy came standing in front of him? Before yeah. Homeboy came standing in front of him, I'm like, up, oh, this motherfucker's gonna blow it all. He's ready to risk it all. Son, stay calm, cool, and collective and just play the situation and see what happens. And he kind of did, but you could tell he was too, too much. focused on the yeah, he was too simple. Also, I want to know how he goes from long hair bam to now he this short hair. How did like all of this happen with him? Like, what's what's his deal? I I I can't wait to see the mystery of Bam unfold. But right now, also I gotta say, Rack kind of let me down. He ain't whip ass like I thought he was gonna whip ass with that. He speed. whooped ass at the beginning, but like he, he wasn't was a failure. He was yeah, a he was a, after that. The big the the big winner of this episode to me was Coon. Was Coon in the uh. The the girl the girl with the pole who died and the other girl who fought her who heel broke I'm I'm 100 sure she's a princess of jihad too she yeah, was just how, how smart Coon was for even getting them three dudes in his bag using them to his advantage using the ponytail thing to kind of uh, speak to people he he just had plans set up before anybody even knew what was going on he's had backup plan A backup plan B backup very plan Sasuke Killua esque I'm definitely sure, and then sure. Lara Rowe keeps giving me Hasoka vibes every time he come on the on the page man he uh what's his name Kuhn is kind of giving me uh Inosuke vibes too with that whole because like whenever he put his little hair in a ponytail I'm like so this dude look like a girl bro you can tell <laughs> yeah. he look like he's one of those hard ass characters but he's very feminine looking he's also man. giving me Karama fused with Hiei vibes because he has exactly. a lot of Hiei to him, but he has the smarts of Karama. So and low key the looks because like Karama had one of them feminine looks too. Like this facts. dude, he he definitely is that that badass character package as that Karama kind of suave yeah. looking character. You know Devonair for the ladies to to be exactly. crushing on. But I'm giving this episode shit a four point seven. It's it, this episode was great. Yeah, I don't want to give it a, it a five yet. But like it's four point seven, four point eight. It was great. The Shout action out to Tower was nonstop. Guy. Like it was nonstop fighting, and it, it it felt like a little mini movie I was watching, bro. Like so it much did. shit happened. This the show does feel like I'm watching little mini movies. Like I I like that about this show. It feels very cinematic. Mm-hmm. This is definitely one of those stories that I'm glad I'm ingesting. No matter yeah. what, like whether it be manga or anime, this is one of the ones that's like it's sticking with me already. Facts, and I'm I'm definitely loving it. All right. Spoiler alert. Uh-oh. If you are still here, please leave. You can follow Chris at Chris SJE. Follow me at LinBWT. Thank you, everybody, for listening. But if you are sticking around, we are talking about Demon Slayer. In three, two, one, please leave because it's time. Talk about the manga, baby. We We're talk talking about, about Demon Slayer manga, yes. I mean, what's the newest chapter? You have to be caught up to the newest chapter. What, what like, just came out on Sunday. Like, yeah, literally. Like, if you didn't see on. the one that just dropped, like... Chapter, I'm gonna tell you, chapter 203. 203. Chris, all right, wait, five, four, three, two, one, leave. What you gotta say now? This is right, some so, bullshit. You wanna tell them what the, what the, it, what the oh, announced? it's about to end, like it's over. They said it's, it's ending this month. They say in May. May. How May much more there. are we gonna drag it, bro? It better end because we don't get a new episode, we don't get one this upcoming Sunday because they off. It better end that next that following Sunday. I mean, there's no way it can't. Like, no what? Way it can't. I didn't expect it to end this fast and end like this. But she did say not to not to cape for her and give her an excuse. But apparently, her family's dealing with some kind of coronavirus issue or some shit like that. She said, "Fuck this shit, nigga. I'm done." Like she's out. Yeah, I'm going to deal with that. Does that hurt? But you could already tell she was done before. Shit yes. In a weird way before that, and I was sitting there like, "What?" What is that about? All I can hope for is that she comes back later on and does a rewrite. You saw 
you only see this kind of shit with anime. You only see like Full Metal Alchemist get adapted. Then you see Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood get adapted. Because... But see, the, the difference is though with that, they made the anime while the manga was still being done. Like, yeah, that's the same thing with Soul Eater too. Like they just they wrapped it up too early, and they. But... I don't think we get a rewrite with this one. This is. It. I hope we get a rewrite. I <laughs> you hoping for that? Because see, shit... the thing is, I was, I was watching uh, for Never World talk about it too, and his main concern was it would be so dumb financially to let that shit go. Like, because Demon Slayer is one of the biggest bags Shonen Jump has had in a little while. Like, that's a, no matter, you you know Shonen Jump cracks that whip. They sitting there like, bitch, you better bring in some more fucking money. Like, that's I, I, all they look, care about at the end of the day. at this point, it has to be finished. Because I don't, if you bring in a new demon, your ass pulling and you're just trying to get my money. No, but the thing is, it's done. Like, they said it's done. But at the end of the day, what I'm saying is, the best I could hope for is that in the future, whenever she gets this situation handled, she comes back and is like, let me salvage that situation. Because my biggest hope for Soul Eater is that we get another anime where they actually do a faithful adaptation to the manga. But with this, the source material is the manga. It would be so weird to just be like, oh, this is where I started to not care anymore. Let me go back here. And then, you know what I'm saying? Bro, that you, That'd you. Weird. <laughs> let, let me just say, my guy got his cape on for her. And he trying to get some, to, to redeem she, this. Bro, that no. She wasn't going to wrap it up as fast as it seems like she planned. Like This she, shit is over. Like, let's no, call it. It's over. It's, it's over as far as like Demon Slayer. This is the, especially. But like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even accept a rewrite at this point. Cause it's like, you made me read all of this. And like, like we just said, I understand the most recent shit because of Corona, but this this arc looked like has been going downhill for a while now since we got to this Muzan fight. And I, I feel like since we got to the final Muzan fight, it's it's been but that Corona stuff's been around since the whole the turn. I remember when we first started talking about is this shit getting is this shit getting weak sauce. And I remember it was like it wasn't knee deep into it, but it had to have been February or March. You know what I'm saying? But when did when we don't know when they got? Yeah, I'm not using that excuse. I'm looking. See, I like I like the 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 Muzan arc before, like whenever we're still fighting with the pillars, like the pillars are still fighting Muzan. Like that shit was kind of hard. I was it was getting kind of overly drawn out and stretched out, but I felt like something more was coming. So to see that this just get wrapped up like this. Who's on one of the worst? Was one of the worst manga villains now, bro. He's one of the worst. He's he can we can we say it? I, I don't want to say one of the worst. You know what I'm bro, saying? my nigga, my nigga was looking at Tanjiro. Tanjiro, don't let me go. Don't let me go. Nigga, he, shut he was, up. He was snaking him at first. Like he was snaking him. He was sitting there like, man, fuck the niggas. You don't gotta, you don't gotta help the pillars. Yada yada. He, he, he a was a bitch. Gonna, <laughs> he was basically just being a snake. But the thing is, he's a, he's the villain. That's what he was supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, whenever Light Yagami at the end of Death Note, like he started crying like a little bitch, you feel me? That don't make Light Yagami not like not Light Yagami. He just came to an ugly demise. You know what I'm saying? Well, but this still moves on. It's just the end. Like ever since he turned into a big giant man, baby, nothing was the same. You feel me? But Even before, a little bit before, like I don't know, man. I just I feel like the conclusion of this left me desiring more, and what was what was led up to believe with the train arc with the Uzui arc, it felt like this villain felt more calculated, felt smarter than he was. Didn't feel like he was just this dude that's going to just rush in and let Tamiyo poison him and then just keep getting it like slowly decaying and then don't realize that Tamiyo poisoned him. And then she and this, this lady demon who he abused ends up getting the last laugh. Like it just, it just feels like she made him dumb at the end just to make it work. Yeah. You definitely see a sharp decline, like you. But to me, it's it is super sharp, and 
we were talking about this kind of uh earlier on in the week. We were talking about how from Demon One to Upper Moon One to, to showing all the upper moons and uh you know what I'm saying, just as the demons unrolled, they got less and less appealing and uh is weaker and weaker sauce. But it wasn't like until you get to the end do you have that spike. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even the even the weakest demon, the one the ones that I liked the least, uh, it was still an entertaining arc. It and was look, still an entertaining. It still kept me there. I don't think because the ending is trash, you should not read. Like I like I I 100 am happy that I read Demon Slayer and I, and I love the the Rengoku arc, the Tengen Uzui arc. Those are two of some of my favorite arcs in manga. I was hooked to my chair reading that every week. The Miss arc, it drops a little bit in quality. But then it kind of picks back up with the pillar training. But the moment the pillar training arc ends, it's like, ooh, we back into the yeah, shaky we, waters. As soon as we get into the, the whole last Muzan fight, I, I'm not going to lie. I liked it because right after that, that's whenever you get the whole uh, the whole Inosuke fight with the, the pretty-ass demon, you know what I'm saying? The one that tied into his backstory with his mom. And, yeah. Uh, the whole thing with uh what's her name Kanao? Yeah, 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 yeah. With her, like, that whole that whole arc was dope, and that happened right after the first Muzan fight. It was like Giyu, Tomioka, and uh Tanjiro. They were both fighting um Akaza, I want to say. And after they fought Akaza, then they had like they was fighting Muzan, right? But yeah. it was like the start of them fighting Muzan, and then Tanjiro got his ass washed, and then all the uh pillars started trying to fight Muzan. To me, that was dope. Whenever the, all the pillars started trying to fight Muzan, that's when they started stretching it out a little too much. And I was like, what are y'all doing here? And then after that, to me, that's whenever nothing was the same. Like, after they 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 started stretching that pillars versus Muzan fight a little too long. And then they started then getting the into the backstory of Tanjiro's descendants. And I didn't really even care about that backstory. That's what I'm saying, that backstory was a waste of space for me right there. To me, I think I, I stopped caring when they killed the leader uh, when Muzan killed the leader of the Demon Slayers, I think that was when I when I was begin the beginning stages the, of checking out. Uh, talking about the rock dude that was crying. The one no, 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 no. The dude who was like, uh, you remember his kids replaced him as like oh a facilitator. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, like, I think that was the last super badass. Like that was Muzan being calculated, and then we see a guy smarter than him. Like, but then Muzan still had a backup plan for his thing. Like that was the last time I saw the Muzan villain that I was introduced to. In, in chapter one where if when somebody walked by him he just prick him on the neck and he kept going and see there that's when you get the Kaguya effect to where you're like what the fuck and to me after that I'm not gonna lie it does get bad to me it's not like it's not Kaguya it's not, levels bad no but it's it's it not is, the worst it could possibly be but it is bad it's, and it's super bad you know what I'm saying like it you starts tell off at rushed. it starts off A plus A plus A plus Tingen A plus Miss B plus B plus B plus B C C C minus, and I think if, I think this this last little arc finished with C minus. I'm not gonna give it a D or an F. It but could to, be like I'm not gonna lie. It could be considered a D with all things taken in consideration. I'll give it a C plus or C minus, but I'm not gonna lie. It could be a D at certain certain, certain moments. Aspects. Yeah, no, and, and and also the fact that Tandro's fully healthy now, like. Yeah, I feel what like we... everything from now on is just an ass pull. I feel like she wasn't supposed to wrap it up this fast. Because think about Promise Neverland. And whenever we got announced that, hey, Promise Neverland is going to be wrapping up soon. That was like a year, a year and a half ago. And they it's still, still haven't. Going. Yeah, it's still, not still going. This shit is like, nigga, I'm stopping right now. And it's it's ugly. It yeah. is the ugliest crash and burn. That's why I'm hoping in the future she can be like, look, I had to stop. But in my 
uh, personal opinion, if it was going to go that way, I would rather have just stopped and we go on a Demon Slayer hiatus. I, I would have hoped. Right I would have. I would have wanted her to just like look, take as much time as you need. If it doesn't come back, Hunter Hunter's never gonna come back. I could live that, with that. Don't that point it. to me is why I think her family with the corona stuff happened later in the this like that's why I don't think it was at the start of this arc. I think it happened like while she's telling the Tandro backstory, because when she starts t- telling the descendant backstory, that's when shit's just like speeding up crazy fast, and it's like but you was already on a downhill slope. So it's like. The the thing with me is it's something going on with her, uh, the author, because it's not Shona Jump. I'm pretty sure Shona Jump is like, bro, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. But oh, she's you know they're like, nah, she's like, I'm done. <laughs> it's over. With. But it's, it's not her sitting there like, man, this shit's whack. I don't have any more ideas. You could tell she kind of had a outlook on where she wanted to go, but she did not get there, and it felt like she just. But that was up. my thing from the beginning. When Muzan leaves, it's like where, there's nowhere else to go. Like he is the he is the whole he is demons. Like there's no other demons besides him because he created the them. I feel like she should have stopped and went on a hiatus so she could finish it later. Cause I feel like this is not how this is how it was supposed to wrap up with Muzan, but she wasn't supposed to wrap it up like this. She had a different way of drawing out. I feel like we could have saw the pretty nigga have his own arc. Yeah, she just she just rushed through this. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's a damn shame. Like like I said, I'm not gonna sit here and say it's Kagi levels bad, but it is it is it is like C minus is me being nice. If I'm if I really want to get critical, like you said, I could give it a D, but I'm gonna give it a C minus ending. But I, the thing is, I don't I don't hate it. I do dislike it though. Like I do yeah. dislike a lot of aspects of it. When I saw the baby shit, I was like, okay. This is weird. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't liking it, but I wasn't like sitting there like flipping the computer because there are certain things that made me like, get, like, like rage quit. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't quite there yet, but right now it's kind of getting there. Like the next chapter is going to be, I'm, I'm going oh, to have a solid, <laughs> like once I'm finally to the end and I'm finally no more Demon Slayer chapters are dropping, uh, no drop I'm going to be sitting there like, damn. This is when, it. What made me rage was this past week when I saw Tanjiro clear face crying, hugging uh, Nezuko. Like, oh, we're both human. Like, how did we don't? I don't even know how Nezuko turned human. Like, do yeah, we even no, know? There's nothing explained. <laughs> and I'm hoping they at least she at least tries to salvage it within this last chapter. But what can she do? Yeah, there's if nothing. There's one to two chapters left. What could you possibly do? <laughs> I don't want to sit here and get an explanation from someone telling me how Nezuko. Like, you had chapters to do that. Like, all of a sudden, Nezuko just had one eye normal, one eye not. How does this? Is it because Muzan's dying? We don't know. Is it because of Tamio with that blood shit? We don't yeah, know. We really, we have, we no, have clue. no idea. Like, and that was the whole crux of the show. Like. How can we turn Nezuko back human? And we have no fucking idea. It just, to me, I just don't want to hear. This is where I'm at with it. It's like, if you're fully caught up, then we can have the conversation. But if you're not, I don't want to hear shit about Demon Slayer greater than One Piece. I don't want to hear shit about Demon Slayer greater than my hero anymore. I don't want to hear none of that until you're fully caught up. That's when we can have that conversation because I feel like everybody that was saying that was already already wild. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like people that was like Demon Slayer, Greater Than Sign, One Piece. A lot of them was trolling, especially with my hero too. A lot of them was trolling. Demon yeah. Slayer is great. But the people who acted like Demon Slayer was the best thing since sliced bread are the people that kind of like ruined it for the fan base or the fandom. But 
the they Demon made me salt. And, and you, fan. I love Demon Slayer. That's one of the, my best of 2019. But to me, see, it's just, they, they rank it too high. Like I, I agree with you. And I loved. I, you know, I told you that I loved. Like I told, I was like, yo, this is gonna be one of the ones. And I was up on it early, but just that the fan base really. This was the first time that I and I and I'm not gonna let this ever happen again. But this was the first time that like I let a fan base really deter me from a show. Yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. Like, it, it, the fan base has kind of deterred me from shows at the beginning, and I, I flip-flopped and got back on it, like with Attack on Titan and Hunter Hunter. Like, Hunter Hunter's not one of my favorite animes. Same thing with Attack on Titan, but those Look your two, shirt! <laughs> yeah, Hunter Hunter. Like, bro, a lot, it was hard for me to get into it or get onto it just because of all the... Uh, my favorite anime is Yu Yu Hakusho, and people would use Hunter Hunter to be like, nah, that's Same trash. reason why I didn't get into One Piece, because niggas would talk about Naruto, like, use One Piece to say, oh, Naruto's whack, and I was a Naruto guy, but look, look at my, like, look at us. We both wearing the ones that are shit now. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And the thing with me, like, Demon Slayer is one of those ones that I, I really do love and I really do cape for, but I'm not going to be one of the people that's like, this is better than this, this is better than this, you know what I'm saying? Demon Slayer... It's super hard, but I feel like it's in its own little lane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and no, it now, is. With this ending, it's it's a whole other conversation. Depending on where we end at as far as anime, because as far as right now, the anime is still great. Oh, yeah, we, no. The anime is going to be great for another three seasons. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hopefully even four, because I feel like we got a lot of shit to cover. Well, maybe three well, seasons with a movie. They, yeah, that's they, what I'm saying. Yeah. And they might do more movies. But this is how what, I'm looking at it. I'm what if, at like, wait, I got a question for you before before we get your thought real quick. Mm-hmm. What if due to what's coming down the pipe, what if everything's a movie from here on out? Would you be upset at that? Low key. Low key. Because mm-hmm. they executed season one so well, and I don't know how they would be able to execute it movie-wise. But you you never know. If you Euphotable gets their hands on it, they could do it right. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you Euphotable... Just like how they do in the train arc, like you'll get a Tengen movie arc and where they put big budget in it. They have to because if the anime and if the manga is going down the drain right now, how you make your money back, and that's how you movies. That's how you make it back. Exactly, and the thing is, you have quality content. You got a fan base. You have to feed them. You got a million arcs before we get to the well, not a million. We got at least four or five arcs before we get to the the Muzan arc. Yeah, so they could milk that. They could drop them slow, like. Like kind of like you know how if you know the series is gonna end bad every two years that you know what I'm saying every two years we get a new movie yeah, you might not we, like the the two years thing but yeah I'm not gonna like the two years <laughs> thing at all but at the same time you could prolong that manga you could preserve the the quality of 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 what we do have you know what I'm saying before Facts. it gets bad and a, a lot of, a lot of reasons why I think uh, Hunter Hunter could be better is because it doesn't have an ending. But at the same time, it's not trash. I just can't say yeah. it's number one. <laughs> Look, it's super cold. Like, it, imagine Hunter Hunter gets trashed with this Dark Continent arc. Imagine Tagashi says, "I'm sick of y'all shit. Fuck it's me. over. I'm I'm done." And he just he gives it the, the worst ending because he he didn't give Yu Yu Hakusho the worst ending, but you could tell he sped through that. And he was like, "On to the next." What if like he's on to the next thing in life and he just like fuck Hunter Hunter, wraps it up, whack? That's gonna ruin how I feel about Hunter Hunter really, as a yeah. show. Like One Punch Man season two ruined how we feel about it as a show. And that's why I'm glad got more great. That's why I'm glad, like you said, it took a hiatus. That's what makes can potentially save Hunter Hunter because, like to God, like you saying, Tagashi went through Yu Hakusho. He kind of sped it. Maybe Mm -hmm. at the point in time when he was sick, he was getting tired of it, but he didn't want to end Hunter Hunter like that. And he was just like, "I'm gonna take a break until I can get my spirits back up." Like you said, I would have wished you would have did that. 
That would have been much better. She already fucked it up with that, but the anime could save it by like taking forever to get to that arc. And <laughs> you know to, what I'm saying? To, and to your point, they could add some stuff in the anime, make it a look like get her notes and maybe change a couple things in the Muzan thing that could possibly save it to where instead of that's true. Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, we get the reverse where it's like Demon Slayer manga. Don't read it, but the anime she added some stuff to it that is supposed and to be. It would be dope to be like read it up until this point. Because I would love to have the anime still adapt a lot of the same shit up until a certain point. But up until a certain point, hopefully she's at a, like, whenever they start animating it, hopefully she's at a point where she could be like, all right, look, let's scratch this. And she's become more of a creative uh, creative director as far as the writing process. I'm that, like, that, would make, that would make me change my a little bit of my stance. It would and still we got make, years, bro. We got years for that to happen. It would still make me upset that I read all of this, but I would be more happy if that happened to where I can champion it again. Because at this point, I can't champion this ending. I cannot. And see, the thing with me, the only thing that's making me feel bad for her a little bit is because I'm imagining Toriyama, whenever he was doing a Cell Games arc, he was like, this is the end. He was like, after the Cell saga, this the last Dragon Ball arc is going to end with Goku passing the torch to Gohan. Yep. If I ever do choose to come back to Dragon Ball in the future, it's gonna be I'm going to make it more Gohan-centric show. And Shonen, uh, Shonen Jump, Shueisha was like, uh, no, you're not. You're giving us another arc. We need another arc. And it need to be long. Be like, why? So we just... I'm wrapping it up. You can tell I'm wrapping it up. Restart it. Bring Goku back to life. I don't care. I really don't care. Give him another son. Who cares? We need another arc. Boo, give us something. You know what I'm saying? And Toriyama was burnt out by the time he got to the end of Dragon Ball to where he he ended it. He was like, yeah. ooh, Goku's going to do this with Oob. Y'all can have it. Do GT. He basically just didn't give a fuck anymore. Fact. And now, like 10, 15 years later, he's like, man, let me re- do kinda, so he, super, he yeah. about Oob and all the shit. Because he, he, he ended Z on a canon note of that's true. She can redo it in like 10, 15 years. But basically what I'm, I'm saying to that note is why I feel bad about her, uh, why I feel sorry for her is that I can imagine Shona Jump's cracking that whip, especially that the sales are doing so good. They're seeing that Demon Slayer is doing, they're even in the same pool as One Piece sales. They're sitting there probably on her ass. And you want to know what's funny? I'm done. I know they said that they delayed the release of the new volume, which starts the Muzan shit because of Corona. But I guarantee if this arc hit like it was supposed to, that shit wasn't getting delayed. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think they del- I think that was a strategic delay. But see, they probably sitting there trying to tell her, look, bro, you got to do this. And she's probably sitting there done. Like, she's probably yeah, sitting over. there not even worried about restarting the series. She's probably just like, I'm in the series now. It's done, yeah. Impressive. Like, I didn't expect for this to be this successful. And because Shonen Jump, when they cracked the whip, son, they cracked the whip. So I could just imagine them looking at them numbers and being like, ooh, we gonna milk this. She's like, whoa, y'all are doing too much. I told y'all I need some time off for this. And they're like, we don't give a fuck about your family. We don't give a fuck about nothing. I'm not saying that Shonen Jump is this big tyrant. I have a question for you. Because I, I feel like know. I feel like these these two characters got left out post-Tingen arc. The, I feel like she's, and this is one of the things why I say is it went a little downhill if we want to get dive into it. I feel like Zenitsu and Inosuke post-Tingen arc didn't have a story. Like, yeah, they, they were definitely just, got, uh, they just got they, axed. Like, it was just, it was like not even, even about them. Even seeing them talk in this last chapter, I was yeah, like, yeah, it was like, where did y'all, where y'all come from? Like, <laughs> like where y'all been? Like, I miss y'all. Exactly. Like, man, y'all niggas. Nezuko didn't fight. Like, that. that's how I know it was true. Nezuko was just off. We don't know where she was at. And you could tell she's just throwing this shit away because right now, nothing's getting answered. That, like, unless they try to wrap everything up and stuff everything into this last chapter or two chapters, and that's not going to work either. But what I'm saying is, unless they do that and give us something to make it like salvageable to where we could at least be like, like you said, C minus, 
if they do anything worse than that, bro, it's it's, it's gonna look like a, it's gonna be a big strike. And to be fair with me personally, Demon Slayer doesn't have a lot of strikes, so the ending would be the biggest strike. But oh yeah, no, it is one. I'm not tripping that hard, but I, I will be tripping a little bit when we get to the anime, and I will. I know a lot of people are anime onlys anyway, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as of right now, I'm just hoping to get salvaged by then in a better way. Because <laughs> you know the Twitter is gonna be it's coming. <laughs> it is this 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 the end of this week and seeing that whole backlash already from the Demon Slayer haters is so annoying. It's like, bro, <laughs> they're like, oh, I can't wait for this shit to get acted. That's like, somebody me. <laughs> said something about a moonwalk on the uh, moonwalk on the grave. It's like, son, niggas been hating that shit since day one. You know what I'm saying? They've been hating that shit in the fan base since day one. Like, shit. The thing is, I understand the end said move the walk on a grave. Bro, they said that. They, but, I remember somebody said some shit. You like, can't downplay party. the end, though, because you know the ends of certain things. Like, for example, if Attack on Titan don't end right, you're going to be pissed. You yeah, know but you, the thing you, is, I always look at it like Naruto didn't end right. And I was a little bit pissed, but Naruto's still in my top five. Oh, yeah, yeah, Naruto's yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Stories. Even though it crashed and burned to the point where I can't even look at the Boruto anime. I can't even look at the end of Naruto with the Kaguya movie. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't watch that Not shit. Not Kaguya, uh, Kaguya movie. The Kaguya then, whole arc. Whenever Ta- Kaguya touched down, I just... I don't watch that shit. I turned it off, yeah. disrespectful. I literally like, turned... Even Dragon Ball Super, some aspects of that are disrespectful, but I love it. I you turned off Naruto from... The moment Kaya comes in, and then when she leaves, I turn it back on to see the final Naruto Sasuke fight. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's fuck Kaguya. And I feel like with you, it's like a big fuck Muzan thing and fuck this ending thing for sure. But yeah, me, that's where I'm at with it. I still look at it to where, like, it's salvageable to where if I get four seasons of a show or four or five movies of this this iconic show that's just going crazy, and then it ends whack, I'm going to be like, damn, that's whack. It ended whack. But I got a lot of... A lot of see, good see don't don't get it twisted. I agree with you on that front. Where it's like, I want the anime to give me the seasons I want. Like you, you understand. You know how much I love Tengen Asui and that arc and everything that leads up. I even love the Miss arc where we see the homie with the different clown eye vase homie with the uh, the vase demon or whatever. I love all that shit. But I just feel like, from an objective standpoint, if we're gonna talk. Level and I think Naruto has. I can give Naruto some cape because it's a longer series. Yeah, it has more iconic moments for they, sure. Yeah, like, they have a lot more moments to where it's like, yeah, that Kage thing was a slipper, but let's not forget we just had Madara fighting all the Kage. Like we just had all of this shit with Obito. Like there was a lot of stuff leading up to that before. Whereas let, let me, I'm trying to think of a series where the ending just doesn't hit well and it's shorter. See, and I look at with Naruto too is that like it had a lot of filler. It had a lot of garbage filler. And then, like, it had a lot of good things, but not everything in Naruto is perfect. It's just when it hit, it hit hard. And it was a long running, so it had a lot of chance to win. You know what I'm saying? So you got a lot of greatness, and all the greatness in Naruto overshadows the bad. And that's, that's the only reason why I want to kind of look at Demon Slayer like well, that. Well, look, I got one. Soul Eater, I, I got kind of upset that I watched most of that just for that trash-ass ending. Yeah, I got a lot of trash-ass ending, but that's the thing. I always suggest Soul Eater. I love Soul Read Eater. It it ends terribly, but it's like one of those bleach things. Bleach people would always preach watch the bleach anime. I'm like, nigga, y'all shit got canceled. I'm not watching this shit. And I'm thinking, you know, I was big hard on they're never yeah. coming back. You know what I'm saying? And they kept they're coming back. But I'm sitting there looking at it like if that's where bleach ends, it's pointless to even watch it. Yeah. But I did watch it and I did love it, get some enjoyment from it. And if I would have known that they would have never come up with the anime, 
or if I wouldn't have known that they were coming back with an anime and I just thought that it was ending at that, I probably would have still been pretty satisfied with Bleach. And it's the same way I'm satisfied from, with what I've got from Hunter Hunter. It's not top tier. It can't be number one for me, but Hunter Hunter is still top five, top 10, just because off of the strength, even though I don't get an ending, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, because that's why- You're getting an ending? Yeah. But it's it, a fucked up ending. And to me, this is its only strike against it. I like everything else. True. That's the only reason why I'm kind of being light on it. No, I feel you on that because, like, I, I, like, like you said, I do like everything else, but it's just like I had such high expectations because I remember we did our awards. I made a prediction that Muzan could be big, bigger than Sugar Rocky and all for one. Like I thought Muzan was gonna be the and he was moderatizing. He like he got nerfed bad. He was badass, and now he's just a nobody. That's the thing. It's like when you build up so much expectation for someone, and then just. Drop the ball like that is just like, damn. See, with me, that was Madara. And it hurt even more because Madara's whole length was probably the Demon Slayer, <laughs> the whole <laughs> Demon Slayer series entirety. Like Madara lasted that long in the show and then came out of nowhere and got nerfed. I was like, damn, you get him with the sage pass form. Like when he's like white Madara and he's like looking crazy. It's like, oh my God, this is about to go, what? What is and then, this? And then Kagi just comes That's, in. When I get that, that big, no, that's crazy. Like that letdown fucked me up because you got Madara's touchdown, and it was a good hundred episodes, at least a hundred chapters of just Madara. That's why it. when when Naruto haters are like, but that ending though, I can't ever dispute re- it. All I can say is, but everything before it's great. That's all I and can that's, say. I'll be telling people, I'll be sitting there like, I'll be looking at the Naruto fans, like, bro, you can't let just the ending take away because people be like, Naruto is trash. I'm like, I get how you would say that, but is Game of Thrones trash? Oh um, because season eight was trash. You know what oh, I'm saying? Man, to see, most people. That's tough because I uh I think Game of Thrones isn't trash, but it's not the best TV show of all time. I don't think it can be top five. I think it's in the top 20 because everything they set up in the show, they don't execute on anything. Nope. And like, like if the last if, season fucked it up. That's my thing. If you set up so much stuff like what was the point of bringing Jon Snow back to life if you just like what? Like, there's so much stuff that happens in Game of Thrones that's the lead up, and it's like none of that gets put. Like, why the fuck is Bran the king? Like, what do we do? Like, and 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 I don't think Demon Slayer's on that level of bad because I don't think I think everything they set up they kind of touched on for the for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we sped through. The uh the descendant in the sun powers, but everything for the most part that they set up, they f- they followed through on. That's why with Naruto, everything Naruto set up, they really followed through on. That's why I can't be mad at it. Whereas like, exactly. and that's why I'm not as mad as Demon Slayer. But with Game of Thrones, I think that's totally like if you set things up and don't follow through and just give me something completely different, that's where you get an F. Like by the time you get to the end of Naruto, you got everything you wanted from Naruto. Yeah, so you got everything. They, they had that freedom. I know, uh, I remember I was watching the Anthony Fantano review on YouTube. He was reviewing Jaden Smith's album, right? Mm-hmm. And this is kind of random, but he was just talking about how Jaden Smith, his album was whack, but he was like, he has potential to do better on the next album because he's not like these young jock. And that's just a bad example, just because he, you see what <laughs> no, he is. He is uh, young jock. <laughs> but he dropped, young jock had, young jock dropped one album. It was a hot album and he yeah, never true. dropped again. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. The thing is, if these rappers make one miss move, they're getting cut. They, he was saying, and this is where I'm getting at. Like, uh, he was saying Jaden Smith has room to fail. 
because Jaden Smith has money to fall back on. He's Will True. Smith's son. He could drop 10 trash albums and then his 11th album could be a hit and it'll still be successful because it's Jaden Smith. He he has that room to drop 11 trash albums. Naruto had room to drop a trash arc or two yeah, because it that's... gave us the pain arc. It gave us iconic moment after iconic moment. That's what I'm saying. We saw the village except Naruto. At that, like, that's why I say if Naruto ends in pain, I'm I'm not mad at it because like that's why people excuse Boruto. It gave us so much good shit. Like, I'm not mad at Naruto and his son. Yeah, no, I I can't be, and that's why it's like with this Demon Slayer thing. I'm more I. To your point about her coming back and rewrite on it, I actually don't want to do that. I actually want to see what she does. I'm more inclined to support the mangaka to where it's like, she comes out, I made a mistake, we rushed it too soon, but here's my new idea. I would be more inclined to support her new property than her trying to fix some old, like, let it be. Let's sleep in dogs lie. Like, I want to see what you got next. I don't even know if she's going to do something. Do something else next. The only reason why I'm saying I'm sympathizing with her even a little bit is because I think they're cracking the whip at her and she's done. She's like fed up. What if she goes to us? The hiatus. She just took the end. I'm gonna end it route. What if she goes to Shueisha or she starts doing Sanin? I think. I think honestly, I think Sanin might be a better spot for her. But still, like she's the highest selling mangaka of 2019. Yeah, of 2019. So like people are barking up a tree. I feel like it's the work that's killing her. Like the way that she. Whenever it first started, before the anime came about, she was doing things at her own pace. Pace, yeah. And, and that's when it was crazy. working. And after that, like, the anime went crazy, and she was, I felt like it was overwhelming, especially when she has other shit to deal with. And whenever and you start being successful, people want more from you. And I feel like she was capable of giving more, but she wasn't anticipating for life to hit. And that's why we got to give Horikoshi so much props. That's why we got to give Oda so much props. Even Kishimoto, like you said with Naruto, like, yeah, he had a miss, but like when you're successful for so long and you keep dropping bangers, mm-hmm. that's tough to do. Like, like even, Horikoshi even, uh, ain't missed yet. Yeah, like, Toriyama, Toriyama, yeah. he wanted to quit and they forced another arc out of him. And that arc and Boo was still fired. Boo, Boo was still fired. Everything yeah, in the arc was gold. To yeah, me. Like, that was one that, of the yeah. coolest arcs. If, if niggas would have told me, Dragon Ball Z would have ended at fucking Cell Saga, I would be mad. Like, say you go back to the past, like you in the future, you go back to like the past and you realize when the Boo arc ended supposed to be out, it's not out and people are just acting like Dragon Ball Z ended at the Cell arc. That's that true. That would fuck me up. Low-key, I rank it Cell, Boo, and then Frieza, Saiyan. I, like, Frieza and the Saiyan arcs are third to me. Yeah, they're not even... A lot of people do like the Saiyan arc more, but I don't. I don't... I, I, it's cool, but Dragon Ball Z don't get to... Goat Dragon Ball Z and Cell, Cell Goku turns Super Saiyan, yeah. Like Boo they, I, and uh Frieza. And and like I said, like where do you rank it? Because I go sell Boo Frieza. That's the same order. That's the same okay. order for me. I might actually put Boo first. Boo and Cell. I ain't mad at pretty it. Pretty much the same order. Like Frieza's third and uh Saiyan Saga is like fourth. But 100. the thing is I just know how they crack that whip. I know not everybody's prepared for, prepared for it. Like how you yeah. said, we really do got to get these other rap. Uh, we got to give like Oda and Hor- especially Horikoshi to be and like. Cause- I'm looking at uh, uh, Tagashi too because he was sick doing this shit, and he True. he did have to hide every once in a while. But this nigga is literally like dying. Not yeah, knock on wood, but he's like yeah, I got not healthy, healthy. Yeah, he's not healthy. And he's you know what I'm saying cranking out these fucking chapters. I remember they he's been talking about he's not healthy. Hunter Hunter was been on hiatus and they were like, Hunter Hunter's coming off a of hiatus. It's like, man, this nigga is literally telling y'all he's not good enough to do this, but he's still gonna give us a little bit when he can. Cause he he cares that much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now you got me feeling bad for I feel bad for the lady now. <laughs> but the only thing with her is she she didn't 
stick around. She wasn't trying yeah. to get that whip crack. She was like, you know what? Fuck y'all. And I, I just seen too many people at jobs do that. Like in at nine to five, just be sitting there like, look, you got to do this. Like you like imagine you work and you like you like clean some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You were like five other niggas and you the only one that cleans better than everybody else. Like you don't want that they rely on. They don't want to fire everybody else because the only people they can find to work for them, but you the breadwinner. So they stay harder on you because they know you the only one get the job done. It's like her, she getting the money in, so they sitting there like, nah, you gotta do this. And she's like, I'm done with this. And they're like, yeah. nah, 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 wait a minute now. It's and crazy, she's like, man. Firm me up. You already done told me my time is worth nothing to y'all. You know what I'm saying? And also, she might have that Promise Neverland contract where it's like, when I say it's over, it's over. Because the Promise Neverland's writers was like, look, it's in our stuff. I don't care what y'all pick. Look, <laughs> when this story is done, it's done. I'm not telling nothing else. Facts. You can't slave us after that. I feel like that's where Shona Jump fucked up by giving these, they, these new they age contracts. Much. Like, especially right now, they got way too much on their plate. Like, the way that they, you see these Flash in the Pan manga come out and be like, oh, look at this. It's about to be the future. And then they just, Ooh, like, canceled. like, now it's just making me think Samurai H shouldn't have been canceled. Now, now I'm hoping. It shouldn't have. Now I'm hoping that this is the prequel to the Ant. Like, I hope Ant gets a manga and we come back with the Ant Samurai doing the stuff. Like, I hope that's and what Kishimoto's plan is. I don't want it to get misconstrued as hate because I love Shueisha I love Shonen Jump that's like my idols I love everything they put out I look at that like the biggest rap label in Japan but of manga and that's um, cash money young money baby <laughs> but I, I be looking at I be looking at them like they Birdman like why would they not be thinking like that they got these niggas in contracts and shit I've seen them do it before they're like the smartest they're the number one manga company in the world for a reason you know what I'm saying they're going up against Kodansha with like Parasite and uh, so is Dragon Ball is Toriyama and Dragon Ball Z Lil Wayne? Yeah, Dragon Ball Z is definitely Toriyama's that's Lil Wayne for sure. Now, who who is Drake? Is Drake older in One Piece? One Piece for sure, for sure, because that's the same era. Is Naruto Nicki Minaj? (laughs) (laughs) Naruto was high like fucking Tiger. Naruto was hot at one point, and then oh, yeah, Naruto could be Tiger. Where Tiger was no, I want to give Bleach Tiger because yeah, Bleach could definitely be. It's not Tiger making a comeback, that's Bleach. Nicki Minaj is, I don't want to say Nicki Minaj and Naruto because her her new stuff is trash, but that could be Boruto. And they don't have like young money, cash money. I feel like whenever they had the rich gang thing with Young Thug and my hero, I mean, like, uh, Young Thug, young <laughs> you thug like is my Blanche. hero, and Rich Homie would be like Black Clover, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, I thought I you were like gonna say Rich Homie way. was Demon Slayer, where Rich Homie's first first couple of shits is hot, his ending. Demon was- Slayer ain't hitting no shit. I mean, not Demon Slayer. Uh, <laughs> rich Homie ain't hitting no shit right now. So this nigga new shit, not to shit on that, but he could be the Demon Slayer because his end was atrocious. <laughs> but Gunner is uh, Gunner's <laughs> Promise Neverland. <laughs> Bruh, I'm saying like I, when I look at when I look at Shonen Jump, bruh, I swear to God, I'm, I don't know who the people are. Like when I see like Dragon Ball, I think Toriyama. When I think uh, One Piece, I think Oda. When I think Shonen Jump, I think Birdman. I can't put a face to it, son. I can't. I don't know who's who's doing what. I just know it's a Birdman. Ass I got so, I got something for us to do next week. Next week we gonna put manga <laughs> and manga artists with the rappers that they represent. That Loki be fun as hell, right? Because 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 Naruto definitely should be like if. If Oda in One Piece is Drake, then Naruto has to be like Kendrick or J. Cole. Some shit like that. You know yeah, because they're but not Nicki Minaj. We're very not doing comparable. That. The industries are very comparable. Like, I look at what's going on in Shonen Jump, and it makes me look at rap labels. And Because, you know, I do music and everything, too. I yeah, look at thanks. all the schematics behind it. I be thinking of marketing shit and just everything matters. And I see that a lot of that shit crosses over. You know what I'm saying? Because basically, you're just pushing a product at the end of the day. 
Facts. But nah, this was a great conversation. I'm glad we were honest with this. We we talked it through. I wasn't as I'm I'm leaving not as negative as I was coming in. And then I I, I saw my brother admit some hard some hard truths. I'm proud of both of us. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not proud of Demon Slayer right oh. now. I'm not happy with the ending. I don't want it to look like I'm happy with the ending, but I'm not as mad as I know a lot of people are right now. A lot of people yeah, are I like, was... fuck Demon Slayer. Burn. Like, remember whenever people were burning bleach copies? Yeah, I would never that. do that. I we'll still got my... That with Demon look, Slayer. I don't have him in the shot because I don't think he deserves to be in the shot right now, but I so still got the boy. Out. I still got the boy, <laughs> Tanjiro. Yeah, he in timeout for sure. <laughs> he over there in not in the scene. We only got the breadwinners in the scene. You see, I'm who waiting on my manga to come in, bro. I ordered so much manga over the quarantine, bro, just to just to have filling up the collection of reading. But like, I bought the go. Uh, what's her name? Gotage, Gotage. I don't know how to really say her name, but the the Demon Slayer mangaka. Oh, okay. And she has another like short story uh volume of like it's a one shot, but it's a bunch of one shots in one manga volume, and it's like a uh. Just like a random short stories kind of compilation. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting on that to come in because I'm like, I've been itching to read that forever. I've, I think I've read one of her short stories, but I haven't read all of them. And if it's anything like Demon Slayer, uh, it should be dope. Like the art is looking dope is what's selling it. You know, like the snake, they got like one uh, that looks like the snake pillar, uh, Igoro. Mm-hmm. Like the main character on the cover. So I'm I'm itching the, for that to come in so I can dive into it. You that. know what happens when you type in Demon Slayer? Um, when you type in Demon Slayer, the top things are wait, hold on. Demon Slayer ending, manga in, Muzan in, Muzan, is it good? Like it's just all a bunch of shit about the ending. The ending is definitely not what anybody. Why they say she but then they say Demon Slayer Mangaka cried. Why'd she cry? I'm trying to see. Oh no, she cried because she liked episode 019. Well, she should have been writing shit. <laughs> she should have been crying. She she loved the anime and the people loved the anime too much. They they probably kicked her door down for them chapters. Give it, give us a new chapter. Wait, there's a new chapter. She probably said they're like, this is too much. I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Oh man. But that's what I'm saying. Take like shout out to the full metal alchemist uh Mangaka. Shout out to Horikoshi. Shout out to Oda. Shout out to these people that. Didn't let the pressure get to him. Yeah, shout out to the ghosts that could literally withstand the pressure. Because I know I, not only the Shonen Jump situation put the pressure on them, but the world puts that pressure on Yeah, them. Like, that's a, like, look at us. Look at what we're doing right now. Like, the fan base goes crazy. Like, I remember whenever My Hero, uh, they had the doctor in there and they got canceled for a minute. People in China were, like, off that shit for yeah. a while. And then um, it's a big deal. America was like, y'all not canceling Horikoshi. Like, and just imagine being Horikoshi. You sitting there trying to draw, and you just sitting there sweating. Like, oh my god, so much is riding on this next chapter. But that's so like, so much is riding on that, what I got going on. That's like when uh, Oda had Whitebeard's flag is the uh, he had the swastika behind it, but it was really the Buddhist meaning for the Buddhist Aryan, uh, the Buddhist symbol that Hitler took. And same thing with Ichigo's hilt. Like, I'm shocked. Ready Taik, to cancel everything. I'm sh- I'm shocked. Tight Kubo kept Ichigo's hilt for so long because it's a swastika. But it's yes, the it's sure. the is the Buddhist symbol for us. It's 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 originally a Buddhist symbol for like peace or some shit like that. But and nobody nobody even questioned that shit. I don't think like I don't nobody think said nobody well questioned the uh, uh, the bleach thing. I think it's yeah. because it was in, in an age before social media. Because I think if bleach came out like new anime and we see that niggas on the timeline saying something. That's true for sure. Like for sure. big facts. But that's all the time we got this week. Chris, tell the people they can find you at all on social media. At Chris SJE on Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, Spotify. Let's go, man. I got I got it everywhere. Anime content. Shit, man. You can find me onlyfans.com <laughs> slash Chris SJE. And I wish I was capping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, he y'all not. Hit <laughs> y'all hit your boy up, man. New content every every week, weekly. 100%. Y'all make sure y'all go follow Chris 
Y'all can follow me at LinBWT. Follow the bros who think at bros who think. If you're listening to this today, be sure to check out the latest episode of the bros who think podcast. We actually have anime rapper Slick on the pod doing an interview talking about his song Bankai and much other stuff. Super, super dope interview as well as me and my boys Brooklyn and Doom had to talk about this toxic feminine toxic femininity that's going on in the world. That was a really hot episode. Y'all be sure to check that out. But other than that, that's all we got this week. But Chris and my name is Lyndon. We'll talk to y'all in two weeks. But Chris and me and Chris will go live and we will have some content for y'all in the off weeks. So be on the lookout for that. Shout out to you, G Senpai. But other than that, until till we talk to you next time. Peace. Kick shit, Sanji. Bad bitch, not me. Pakistani, count thousands. OP, three hockeys. Still don't need co-signing. Still in the flats where you find me. Still riding around getting noggin'. Pass us these rappers still trying. I'm stalling this bitch like I'm Gyro. You niggas like Krill and you cobbles. You can't run from all your problems. Like Pilaf, you turn to a toddler. These bitches like Bama be bobbles. I'm focused like I'm with the net. My bitch get the yank, get it in. Beyblade spinning the bins. Yeah, niggas spinning them Benjamins, chasing M&Ms. I need all the dividends. My niggas monsters be gremlin, chopping blades like Kenshin. Corners we bending them. Hop on the beat with adrenaline. Niggas is copycats like Tim Tim. My bitches yelling like Simpson. All that bullshit you saying, I'm seeing like TM. My third eye is peeping. You dreaming like hypno. Jockin' the drip like Ditto. Missouri on my body pillow. Like Rick, get put in a Kiko. Then blink it to swingin', bitch, get low. These rappers done stepped in my kill zone. All of your fool of your bitch, I go demon mode. My wrist is gold like that bitch is when freezing mode. My wrist went gold cause I run it like Sonic. My bitch rap robotic, not bad bill robotic. I'm high on the chronic, my bitch roll the spill. Give her initially, then I drip. She throw me the keys, then I dip. Dip, then I grab the dip for my chip. Got too much chips to ever call it quiz. Got too much wins to ever give in. Gotta gym this chick, you know she gon' bend. Whole big bridge, you know we gon' spin. Turn little fists, I'm feeling like gin. Put a hole in your chest, you looking like Ren. These rappers, my sons, I dissed them like Jing. Green like metal, when my meat king. I'm in her water like a sea king, but it's the money what I'm seeking. Bustin' this bitch, and I'm letting the chopper bust. Go tease some powder puss, we really ride it rough. I give a fuck about that bitch, and she popular. I keep on going, the rich when the dollars up. They getting dollars, they worry about followers. We working hard, you gotta acknowledge us. She giving brain, feel like a psychiatrist. Chappin' like Tinku, I feel like a scientist. Cook up this